game series between the Eastern Divisional titleists, the Baltimore Orioles, and the Western Division champion, Oakland A's, is ready to be played under ideal weather conditions. And from the city of Baltimore, that is a, a very exciting kind of a statement for us to be able to make. Even the most moderate of baseball fans certainly must be aware of the fact that Baltimore has had a most unusual baseball season weather-wise, not to mention the astounding accomplishments of their championship Orioles on the field. This morning in Baltimore, the sun broke through, and a field that has taken a tremendous pounding from weather and football games is this Sunday afternoon in Baltimore in as good a shape as we have seen it in a long time. And if there are kudos to be handed out this Sunday afternoon in Baltimore, certainly a gentleman by the name of Pat Santarone and the able members of his ground crew, our ground crew deserve nothing but a tremendous vote of thank you from all baseball fans and more particularly the players of the Oakland A's and the Baltimore Orioles. The umpires have already taken the field. The lineup cards have been exchanged. The ground rules long since have been discussed. And for those of you who perhaps may not be aware of the batting orders, we are going to run them for you right now as uh, Dave McNally completes his tune-up tosses for the Orioles and Vida Blue has already completed his for the Oakland A's. For the visiting A's of manager Dick Williams, leading off will be their shortstop, Campy Campaneris. Batting number two will be the Oakland left fielder, Joe Rudy. Batting three in right field, the exciting, very talented Reggie Jackson. The number four hitter in the Oakland order is certainly an Oriole nemesis of long standing, a two-time National League batting champion, Tommy Davis. He will be at first base. The number five hitter is the old pro, and not really old, but certainly one of the most underrated and most respected of all of the Oakland ball players, third baseman Sal Bando. The number six hitter will be center fielder Angel Manguel. Batting seven and catching Dave Duncan. The Orioles now take the field. Dick Green bats eight and plays second base. And the pitcher is Vida Blue. For the Orioles, they'll bat as follows. Paul Blair leads off center field. Dave Johnson bats two, second base. Retton Munn, three in left field. Frank Robinson, four in right field. Boog Powell, five at first base. Brooks Robinson, six at third. Andy Echebarren, seven. And catching, Mark Belanger, number eight. And shortstop on the pitcher, Dave uh, McNally. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with pride, here is our national anthem. Game one, right after this message. 
The Conley Funeral Home of Essex recognizes the value of the Essex Middle River area's Little League baseball system. Young people today truly enjoy the opportunity to be involved in an organized sports program. But the commitment to achievement and excellence by these young people leads to self-pride, a characteristic that they'll carry into their adult life. Terry and Greg of the Conley Funeral Home of Essex will continue to salute outstanding Little Leaguers and award them with two Oreo box seat tickets for either the balance of this season or into the 95 season if need be. Terry and Greg Conley would also like to salute the managers and coaches of the Little League system who devote their time. A big thank you goes out to all of you from the Conley Funeral Home of Essex. Celebrating its 70th anniversary serving the Essex Middle River community. Congratulations to John Parsons of the Eastfield Little League. John had a season batting average of 529 with an on-base percentage of a whopping 680. Congratulations to John Parsons from the Conley Funeral Home. He'll receive two Oreo box seat tickets for this season or next season. This is the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend, and we're celebrating America's great pastime. Who cares about the strike? Now, back to the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's. Governor Mandel is to throw out the first ball this afternoon. With him, the Oriole owner, Mr. Gerald C. Hopberger. The sun breaks through brilliantly as the first toss is made by the governor to Andy Echebaron, who, of course, returns the ball to uh, the Honorable Governor Mandel. And now the time has come when everything that the Oakland A's and the Baltimore Orioles have done heretofore in their chase for divisional titles comes to rest on the, the five games that face them, or perhaps it could be three. This afternoon, the veteran left-hander Dave McNally, one of Baltimore's four 20-game winners, a seasoned veteran, gets the start. And for McNally, it is not an unusual task. Here is Campanaris. He hit 251 on the year and a 324 hitter against the O's. And a strike is called, and out in the right field corner, a huge beach ball uh, made up to appear like a baseball is being batted around, and it unfortunately got loose and came out of the field, so we had a brief respite. Now, one strike to count to Campanaris, and McNally delivers a curve foul away on the first base side, and the count is 0-2 to the Oakland shortstop, Campanaris. As I mentioned against Baltimore this year, Campanaris hit 324. If there is a scouting report on uh, Campanaris, it would be quite simply put, keep him off the bases. All ready to go, and McNally's two-strike offering is low inside of the ball. The umpire at the plate in this game one is the veteran Hank Soar. The other members working this afternoon, Larry Knapp at first base, Lou DeMuro at second base, Jake O'Donnell at third base. On the left field line, Ron Luciano. And on the right field line, Bill Kunkel. The one-two pitch to Campanaris is outside and low, and the count is two balls and two strikes to Bert Campanaris. McNally on the year, 121. He lost five. And faced Oakland uh, one time this year and won a 6-2 to two verdict over Diego Segui. The McNally's 2-2 pitch to Cabanaris. Ground ball, left side of the shortstop to Langer. He's got a rip for throw to Powell, the first one away. Routine ground ball to shortstop to Langer, and Cabanaris is the first out of the ball game. Batting number two for the Oakland A's will be their left fielder, right-hand swinging Joe Rudy against Baltimore pitching on the year. He hit 258 on the season against all pitching. The right-handed swinger was a 267 hitter. Hit the home run ball 10 times. 
sun is shining brightly in Baltimore, blue sky overhead, and quite a few big billowy fleecy clouds, but all of a sudden, when Baltimore had been faced with horrendous weather for so many days and nights of the regular season, they get a break this Sunday afternoon. A fly ball, right field side, hard run by Frank Robinson, coming hard to the left, he will not get there, it drops in the soggy right field corner, on his way for two is Rudy. And uh, the first base hit of the 1971 playoff series or championship series goes to Joe Rudy, right-hand swinging left fielder who hit a fly ball down the line in the right field corner. Frank Robinson coming across the very soggy right field area was not able to get to the ball. A two-base hit for Joe Rudy and the first threat of the game in the first inning of the ball game mounted by the Oakland A's. And now they bring out Reggie Jackson. This young man has the tools. He has everything needed. He is a good hitter, an outstanding runner, a fine defensive fielder, and a good thrower. He hit 277 on the year, but against the Orioles, a 212 swinger. Left-handed batter, McNally's pitch, cut on a missed strike one. The Oriole infield pulls to the first base side against Reggie Jackson. The outfield is cut around to right and very deep. There is a bit of a breeze here at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. It would be a favoring win for a right-handed batter. It is coming over the right field foul pole toward the left field foul pole. McNally ready with a one-strike offering to Reggie Jackson. The pitch, low and outside to make the count a ball and a strike. On the regular year, the Orioles won seven and lost four against the Oakland A's. Two of their four defeats were handed them by the man they will face this afternoon, the brilliant young left-hander Vida Blue. The 1-1 offering on its way to Reggie Jackson. McNally throws, swinging a foul up the screen. The count of ball and two strikes to Jackson. Around the Oriole infield, and it is one of the great infields of baseball. Brooks Robinson at third, Belanger at short, Dave Johnson second, Boog Powell at first. An outfield of Rettenmund in left field, Paul Blair in center field, Frank Robinson in right field. And the catcher is Andy Echeverry. McNally looks his way to pick up the, the sign with a count at a ball and two strikes. Rudy, the runner at second base, with one away. McNally ready to go. The left-hander checks Rudy, throws to Jackson, a ball low and outside. So the count now is even to Reggie Jackson at two balls, two strikes. Well, Dave McNally is accustomed to pitching openers. He has opened the season four times, has opened the World Series one time. And a young man who spent no less than 38 days on the disabled list this summer, but yet managed to win 21 games. The 2-2 offering to the waiting Reggie Jackson. McNally throws, he's high, so we fill the count 3-2 and two to Reggie Jackson. Three balls, two strikes to Jackson, one out. Joe Rudy, the runner at second base. We're in the opening inning of Game 1 of the 1971 American League Championship Series. Dave McNally's payoff pitch to Reggie Jackson. The left-hander steps and throws. Jackson swings. It's a high fly ball to left field. Tracking it okay is Merv Rettenmund going to the right, and the left fielder makes the catch. Jackson is gone on a fly ball to left fielder Merv Rettenmund. Two down. And to the plate now comes Tommy Davis. If there is a single member of the Oakland A's that has been rather devastating against the Orioles through the 71 campaign, it is this gentleman. Tommy Davis, in 79 games of the championship year with Oakland, hit a very solid 324 against the Oriole pitchers in the 11 games uh, these two played this year. Tommy Davis has hit for an average of 364. On at second base, Joe Rudy. There are two away in the top of the first inning. 
And McNally's first offering to the right-hand batting Tommy Davis. McNally throws. The curve is in. The strike is called to the looking Tommy Davis. If you had, as so many people here in the press area, had seen this ballpark just three days ago, I think you'd have given up completely any hope of playing baseball this weekend. Now the one-strike offering to Tommy Davis. McNally delivers, swinging a high foul, out of play, first base side. Two quick strikes to Tommy Davis. The Oakland A's of Dick Williams, a very similar team to the Baltimore Orioles of Earl Weaver. A defensive edge uh, perhaps would go to Baltimore, and perhaps a little deeper in talent insofar as starting pitchers. But they are quite similar teams. The two-strike offering to Davis, McNally is ready, delivers high fly ball, left center field. Blair, the center fielder, is coming to his right, getting under it. Rettenmund is backing him up. Blair for the catch, and that is the final out. Oakland at no runs, one base hit, a man left on at the end of the half inning. It is Oakland nothing, and of course the Orioles coming to bat. You know, it's really great to finally have more of an impact, Patrolman Brady Moore thought to himself as he started his shift at a sobriety checkpoint on Route 1 just outside of Baltimore. It was holiday time and a line of cars stood waiting to be checked. He took the driver's license and registration of a green pickup and walked back to the command car. This particular night, though, the communications officer didn't get on the radio. Instead, he took the papers from Brady Marr's hand and keyed the information into a laptop linked through his cellular one phone to the main computer at county police headquarters. Almost instantly came the reply. Valid, no record, give me the next one. It was 4 a.m. when Brady Marr finished his shift. The highway's definitely a little safer now than it was a few hours ago. This isn't some technological gimmick, Patrolman Marr thought to himself. This really works. Reliable communication of information between people, between places, even between computers. Call 1-800-CELL-1. Cellular One. Clearly better. Old air conditioner running on borrowed time. Call Brian. conditioner is old, inefficient, and about to lose its cool any day now, call your local Bryant dealer to the rescue. Pipco Heating and Air Conditioning offers a full line of dependable, energy-efficient Bryant air conditioners that'll save you money on your cooling bills while providing maximum comfort. So don't wait for your air conditioner to break down to give yourself a break. Call Pipco Heating and Air Conditioning at 252-7400 and call Bryant to the rescue right away. Pipco Heating and Air Conditioning at 252-7400 and call Bryant to the rescue today. Yeah, that's kind of a hokey song, but it does help to remember where to go for all your building material needs. You see, Johnson Lumber has been around for over 72 years. Chances are your house or your father's house probably was built with Johnson Lumber. They've always had a reputation for quality materials and excellent service. And they have the right price for the right grade of material. Their delivery service is second to none, and it's free. And their people can help you with just about any project you do. If you haven't tried Johnson Lumber in a while, go ahead. You'll like what they can do for you. So go on. Sing along with a jingle for Johnson Lumber. 
An error on the part of the catcher accounted for one Oakland run, and a wild pitch on the part of the Oriole pitcher accounted for the other. The 2-1 to Dave Johnson, looping fly ball towards second base, back second baseman Green on the outfield grass, he's got it. Johnson gone on the pop-up to the second baseman, Dick Green. Two down and uh, nobody on, and here now is the Oriole leading hitter of the season, Merv Rettenmund, the number three ranked hitter in the American League. And Merv uh, hitting 318, finished the year. And against uh, the Oakland Hurlers this year, Rettenmund hit for one of the better Oriole averages. He had 258 against Oakland's pitching. Two up and two down against Vida Blue, and now Rettenmund. Blue's first offering to Merv is a strike over the inside corner, knee high. Blue, the possessor of a good curveball, along with that that fine fastball that just uh, kind of, well, it'll run away from you on occasions, and sometimes it'll run in on you. One strike, the count to the batter, Merv Rettenmund. Blue working again, the left-hander's pitch, low and inside, and the count is a ball and a strike. Whereas the Orioles had the advantage of a workout on Thursday afternoon in their ballpark, the Oakland A's were flying to Baltimore on that day. They got here intending to work Friday, but rain denied them that privilege. Now the 1-1 offering to Merv Rettman. Blue works again. Foul ball going to be out of play on the first base side of the count is one ball and two strikes to Merv Rettman. who finished the 71 campaign with a rush as they did the 70 campaign winning 11 straight ball games including 8 in a row on the road come into this series the way they have come into the last two championship series that they have faced both times against the Minnesota Twins now the one ball two strike pitch to Merv Rettenmund with two out and nobody on no score in this last of the first inning a long look by Blue the motion on the pitch low and signing it right out through everybody to the backstop two balls two strikes we mentioned the fantastic work that the Oriole ground crew has done to get this field playable it is more than playable it looks to be in very good condition and then the weatherman that has seemed to just kind of haunt the Orioles all season long suddenly has turned things completely about this Sunday afternoon and is pouring down sunshine on our ballpark, which will do a lot to dry out the very soggy area in the right field corner. Two balls and two strikes to Merv Rettenmund. Sunglasses just delivered to Reggie Jackson and right. The 2-2 to Rettenmund. Low on the ball three. Dave Duncan started for the dugout. He felt he had a strike three, but Rettenmund... Who, like all good hitters, knows the strike zone very well. As a matter of fact, as a minor league ball player, Rettenmund, for the most part, was a leadoff hitter. In his great year in Rochester, he was a leadoff batter. Three and two, the count to Merv Rettenmund and Vita Blue, all ready to go. The left-hander throws, a swing and a foul out of play behind the plate, and the count holds three and two. Blue has shown baseball fans around the world this summer that he is the complete pitcher. He made 39 starts and pitched 24 complete games and along the way, eight shutouts. In a total of 312 innings, this brilliant left-hander walked only 88 batters while striking out 301. The 3-2 to Rettmund, swinging a foul behind the plate, so the count rides 3-2. and two. And when you talk of a short series, and when you speak of the best out of five games between Oakland and Baltimore, certainly it is a short series. More than any other thing, pitching will decide the outcome. The team that gets it has the good chance to win. 
A 3-2 pitch to Redmond. Swing and another foul right on the netting behind the plate. So Redmond stays alive. Battling blue on the brilliant fastball with a count three and two. Behind uh, Redmond is Frank Robinson. Sold out? No. This ballpark is not sold out. There are three sections in the upper deck. In the right field corner, still available. The bleachers are just not occupied at all. Three and two, the count to the batter, Merv Rettenlund. Two down and nobody on. Blue brings the arm down the pitch. Swing and a foul tip. Or is no, sir, it's not a foul tip. It is a strikeout out of the mid of Duncan. He made the pickup and tagged Rettenlund, and so the Orioles are three up and three down. At the end of an inning, Baltimore nothing, Oakland nothing. And now, another episode of Better Living Through Radio, courtesy of your Baltimore Ford dealers. When you hear this sound, that means 2.9% financing for 48 months. And when you hear this sound, it means $750 cash back. Now through September 5th, when you buy a new Ford F-Series, you can choose between... That's 2.9% financing or $750 cash back. So when you buy a new Ford F-Series now through September 5th, you have your choice of either... Or... That's 2.9% financing or $750 cash back. Until next time, this is Better Living Through Radio, courtesy of your Baltimore Ford dealers. F-Series 4.9 liter manual transmission, regular cab models only. $750 cash back or 2.9% APR 48-month Ford credit financing equals $2,209 for $1,000 finance for 10% down. Dealer participation may affect savings. Qualified buyers must take new retail delivery from dealers 9394 F-Series stock from 8694 to 9594. Residency restrictions apply. See participating dealer for details. Last week, one of my worst nightmares comes true. The smoke alarm suddenly goes off in the attic. I mean, that never happened before. But let me tell you, I was never so scared in my life. You never know what might happen to your home. Well, luckily, the fire department was able to handle it. But not before it did some real damage. That's when you can count on nationwide insurance. So what do you do? Well, the next day I called Joan, my nationwide agent. She got a claims person right on the line with me. We'll make sure your claim gets processed fast. The claims guy comes over, he's real nice, goes up to the attic, looks around, and a few days later, I get a check in the mail. And we won't be satisfied until you are. Then Joan calls me back. Out of the blue, she says, oh, I just want to make sure everything is okay. So call your nationwide agent and ask about our homeowner's insurance. I said, great. Hey, come on over for barbecue. Uh, It's outside if you don't mind. of human events, it sometimes becomes necessary for a person to change their course. And instead of commuting across town to work, commute across America to a meeting, or indulge in the pursuit of happiness and soar the spacious skies to purple mountains majesty, or from sea to shining sea. It is then that the freedom to fly where you want, when you want, becomes so important, and U.S. Air so appealing. U.S. Air and U.S. Air Express fly nonstop to more places from Baltimore than any other airline, giving you the liberty to travel in the east from Maine to Florida, all across the Amber Way, and to the West Coast. So as you travel the land of opportunity, remember, U.S. Air gives you the most opportunity to land where you want. Head west aboard U.S. Air and take advantage of our convenient nonstop service cross-country to L.A., San Francisco, and Houston. Call your travel consultant or U.S. Air today. Stepping up to bat on the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend, it's the 71 ALCS between the non-striking Orioles and the non-striking Athletics. Now, back to this vintage game. 
Here we go to the top of the second inning, game one of the 71 championship series. And it will be Sal Bando, Angel Manguel, and Dave Duncan against Baltimore's left-hander Dave McNally. The lone hit of the ball game was an opposite field double off of that of Joe Rudy in the first inning, and McNally retired the A's. A swing and a foul up the screen, strike one to Sal Bando. Bando hit 271 on the year, and against Oriole pitching, hit 275 and uh, knocked in four runs. McNally's pitch to Sal is a little bit low on the count now as one ball and one strike. Bando, an authentic long ball threat with 24 home runs on the year and 94 runs batted in. Along the way, he had a couple of grand slammers. One and one, the count to Bando, right-handed batsman, staring intently at McNally, who works over the rubber and throws. Line drive, base hit, over the head of the third baseman, down on the left field corner, off the box seat railing, over to dig it out as Redman. On his way for two is Bando. The throw coming to second base is not in time. Bando with a good slide to the right field side of the bag, beat the tag effort of Dave Johnson. So the Oakland A's have two base hits. They have both been doubles. Bando with a line shot over the head of the leaping third baseman, down the left field corner for a two-base hit. And... Uh, Oakland will bring out now Angel Manguel. Manguel, however, will have a little consultation with Herb Norin, his third base coach, before stepping in. Jerry Lumpy coaches the first base side. A leadoff double by Bando. The A's with two base hits. They have both been doubles. But now here is Manguel. A 286 hitter on the year, and against the Orioles, he hit an even 200, a right-handed swinger. McNally is ready to go. The set of the pitch, Manguel looks, it's a change-up high in the ball one. Behind Manguel will come Dave Duncan and then Dick Green. They are the two batters to McNally in the Oakland half of the second inning, no score. The A's threatened in the first inning, did not break through. They have a threat mounted here in the second inning. And the one nothing pitch to right-hand swinging, Manguel. McNally throws. Ground ball sharply hit by Powell at first base. Out of the right field. It's going to score Rando. He's around third and on his way home. On his way to second base goes Angel Manguel. He's around second headed to third. The throw going to third base. It is going to be not in time. And uh, Angel Manguel hits a triple down the first baseline by the diving Powell. Out into the right field corner and has scored to Bando. And Oakland takes a very quick 1-0 lead over the Orioles with a threat continuing as Manguel has tripled down the first base side into the right field corner and knocked in the first run of the series. Manguel, a right-handed batter, took the pitch that was outside and away from him and hit it very sharply down the first base side. Powell dove to the foul line, tried to smother it. It was by him before he had a chance. And uh, Frank Robinson had to go into the right field corner and dig it out. Manguel never broke stride and raced it into a triple. And now with Dave Duncan at the plate and still nobody out, Oakland leading one to nothing. The Orioles play the infield up tight all the way around. McNally's looked to third, the pitch to Dave Duncan. Ball outside. Duncan hit 253 on the season and against Baltimore pitching 087. A leadoff double by Bango, a follow-up triple by Angel Manguel, and Oakland leads one to nothing. McNally's one nothing pitch. Fly ball, well hit right field. It's going to be a base hit out at the right field corner. Here comes Manguel home with the second run. On his way for two is Duncan. The throw coming in is not in time, and the Oakland A's have taken a two to nothing lead. And with the exception of the Bando double, everything they have hit off McNally, they have taken to the opposite field. Everything except the Bando double that started this second inning. So 
Duncan has doubled, and McNally has yet to retire a batter here in the Oakland half of the second inning. Nobody out, two runs in, and Dick Green is the batter. Four base hits off McNally, and not a single. Three doubles and a triple. Here is Dick Green. McNally's pitch to the right-hander is swinging another uh, line fouled into the seats on the first base side, and a rather obvious effort on Green's part to hit the ball the opposite way in order to advance his runner, Duncan, from second toward third, and the Oriole bullpen is alive with Grant Jackson and Dave Leonard. Drive foul ball into the seats beyond the A's dugout on the first base side. And McNally roughed up here in this second inning with a leadoff double by Bando, a follow-up ground ball triple between Powell and the bag at first, and then a Duncan double into the right field corner. And now the one-strike pitch to Dick Green. McNally delivers, the bunt is on, bunted right back off the first base side. McNally bobbles it, recovers, goes to first base in time. Holding, uh, moving down to third base on the sacrifice goes Duncan. Dick Green on the sacrifice, bunted it right back to McNally. McNally bobbled the ball, coming off the mound, then recovered in time to throw out Dick Green, and on to third base goes Dave Duncan. The batter now will be the pitcher, Vida Blue. Vida, a 118 hitter on the year. Vida Blue hits from as he throws, and he is a left-handed swinger on a third base with one out. Is Dave Duncan, Oakland 2, Baltimore nothing, bottom of the second inning, and the infield upside of the pitch coming down to Vida Blue is a breaking ball in, and the strike is called. One strike to Vida Blue. The right-handed Dave Leonard, the left-handed Grant Jackson are working in the Baltimore bullpen as the Oakland A's attack has just exploded for extra base blows against McNally here in the second inning. One strike, the count to Vida Blue with Duncan at third. McNally's look for the sign flashed by Echebarren and the veteran left-handers once. Here comes the runner. The squeeze is on. He misses it. They've got him hung up. Echebarren racing Duncan back toward third. Makes the tag. They had the squeeze. The suicide squeeze. Duncan was coming. Blue took a cut and missed. And Duncan was hung up. Echebarren ran him back toward third and made the tag for the second out of the inning. They were coming. Driving down the line was Duncan, and Blue missed the pitch, and Echevarren simply ran Duncan down the line to third and made the tag. The count now, one ball and one strike, and McNally is protesting that Blue took a swing at the pitch and missed. I thought that Blue did swing at the pitch and miss, but Hank Soar says no. He definitely moved the bat, but obviously, in Soar's opinion, he did not get the bat out in front and commit himself. But he was moving the bat in an effort to protect that runner. So Duncan is caught stealing for the second out of the inning, and the count to Vida Blue is one ball and one strike with two out now and nobody on. We thought the count was 0-2, but such is not the case. And a swing and a miss, and the count now one ball and two strikes. Well, 
That's one of the tough calls on, a home, on the part of the home plate umpire. Pitch to Vida Blue, a strike three call, and that's it. But the Oakland A's with a very productive second to show two runs, three hits. Nobody left on. At the end of an inning and a half, Oakland two, Baltimore nothing. The boys of summer have taken a walk, but at Bimlico, their players are ready to play every day. They don't have strikes, lockouts, salary caps, or arbitration. Their athletes show up all the time, rain or shine. So if you're looking for excitement, a place to jump for joy, something to cheer about, Pimlico is your home away from Camden Yards. Every Tuesday through Sunday, they'll give you an all-star lineup. You'll see simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park, in addition to live action at Pimlico. So if you're feeling shut out, step up to the plate at Pimlico, your best bet for a home run. It's the only game where the fans get paid to play. That's Biblico Racecourse, where you'll see their all-star lineup every Tuesday through Sunday. And simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park. In addition to all the live action at Biblico. Post time is 1 o'clock. Is your car, is your car, is your car hard to start? When you accelerate, does your car hesitate? Notice the loss in power. If you said yes, maybe it's dirty fuel injectors and time for STP Super Concentrated Fuel Injector Cleaner. One treatment helps unclog dirty injectors fast to restore power and performance for up to 2,500 miles. So use STP or just keep going the way, the way, the way you've been going. STP. Drive a better car. Back in the ballpark, the Orioles are up with the bases loaded. Yeah, John, and the table is certainly set for the Orioles. Speaking of tables, ours is set, too. For pepperoni pizza bagels, spiral sliced ham, and chicken drumsticks from Giant Food. John, watch the game. This next pitch might be a breaking ball. Good. I'm ready for a break so I can dig into this shrimp cocktail from Giant. Here's the pitch. Boy, he's got all of that. And I've got a taste for all these party foods from Giant. He lives. Hankinship presents The Wise God. Oh, man, I'm starting to lose sleep over these. Like, why isn't the word gullible in the dictionary? Why does it always rain within hours of washing your car? Why do we still dial a number when it's a push-button phone? Why is it a crime to cut those tags off your mattress? Why pay more? Why are you looking up gullible in the dictionary right now? And this one's really been nagging me. Why are Heckinger prices so low? That will have to ponder. But this week, Heckinger has a metal industry self-storing storm door with tempered glass for just $49. Get 50 pounds of concrete mix for only $1.39. And right now, get select Rubbermaid items for 25% off. So now you'll know why Heckinger says the low price keeps you coming back. They got you here. Why do you always push when the sign says pull? Well, you'll also get great low prices on Wiser, Stanley, Johnson, and Flecto at Heckinger and Heckinger Home Project Centers. Price is good through August 13th. Hey, the only strike you'll hear today is when the umpire calls it. You're listening to a vintage broadcast of the 71 ALCS featuring the O's and the Athletics on the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend. Before the Orioles come to that in their half of the second inning, we will pause briefly for station identification. This is the Baltimore Oriole Baseball Network. World Series action here on Radio 11, WBAL in Baltimore, the city of champions, Flagtown, USA. Well, the Oakland A's have gotten their outstanding left-hander by the blue two quick runs, and that makes it a very difficult problem for the Orioles this afternoon. 
Here is Frank Robinson, a 281 hitter on the year, 091 on the season against Oakland. Frank, a right-handed swinger to the left-hand offerings of Blue, and the young man's first offering to Frank Robinson is a strike over the inside corner of the knees. Frank, not too happy about the call, steps out of the box. Frank Robinson, incidentally, singled off by the Blue in the very first game that they uh, saw each other this year, and then Frank went 0 for 17 against Oakland before he won a game with a home run off Roland Fingers July the 28th. A swing and a miss, two strikes to Frank Robinson. So on the year, Frank went two hits in 22 at-bats against Oakland pitching. One of the two hits, however, won a game for the Orioles. Vida Blue went through the Orioles in 1-2-3 order of the first inning, a strikeout of Rettenmann. And now has two quick strikes to Frank Robinson. The pitch is swung on and missed. He struck him out. Four in a row have gone down before Vida Blue. Two strikeouts. And now it'll be Boog Powell. Boog, a 292 hitter against Oakland pitching uh, this year. And he hit 256 to wind up the season. finished strongly for the Orioles. He has knocked in 25 runs over the last 21 games, and over an 11-game winning streak, Powell was a 365 hitter. The pitch to Powell, a swing, and he tried to stop it at strike one to Boog. 0-1 to Boog Powell. Left-handed swinging to left-handed throwing. Vida Blue. All ready to go, and the left-handers one nothing pitch to Powell is cut on and fouled out of play behind the plate, and the count is two strikes. first half, winning 17 and losing three, had not such a great second half, winning seven and losing five. The two-strike pitch to Powell, outside of the ball, one and two. But uh, he finished, as did Powell, rather strongly by the blue. Uh, lost twice by scores of one to nothing when he pitched four hitters, but he twice won 11 innings with no decision. The pitch to Powell, a swing and a miss, he struck him out. Three uh, strikeouts now for Vida Blue. And Brooks Robinson will be the batter. Brooks, a 272 hitter on the year for the Orioles. Hit only 195 against Oakland, but they were telling base hits. He hit three home runs, one of a grand slam. He knocked in nine runs against Oakland pitching this year. Two on and nobody on. Not so much as a threat of a base hit through the first two innings by the Orioles against one of the most celebrated young left-handers to come into baseball in quite a while, Vida Blue. Brooks waiting the first offering from uh, the Oakland left-hander, and the young man's in the move in his pitch. Check swing, ground ball, right back to the mound. Vida Blue's got it, but throw the first, another 1-2-3 inning. At the end of two, complete the score is Oakland 2, Baltimore nothing. If it's quality and value you want, stop by your participating Epic Pharmacy. 
just how big is the selection at the Sports Authority? Okay, say you need a baseball bat. Well, you've come to the right place. We have baseball bats, softball bats, and t-ball bats. Wood and aluminum from all the top manufacturers. We have bats for leadoff hitters, cleanup hitters, switch hitters, designated hitters, fastball hitters, curveball hitters, even bench hitters. You see, we believe you should be able to get what you want when you want it. That's why we carry all the best brands all the time. The Sports Authority. You've never seen anything quite like it. How clear is clear? Clear as a bell. Clear as crystal clear Amoco Ultimate Gasoline. The only premium refined and extra scent to remove harmful impurities called PNAs. PNAs? What are they? Impurities other premiums leave in every tank full. Harmful impurities that can rob your engine of performance and contribute to hydrocarbon exhaust emissions. Fill up with crystal clear, crystal clear Amoco Ultimate. You expect more from a leader. Orioles manager Johnny Oates for accessible MRI. I've been around the major leagues long enough to know a hit when I see one. And in my opinion, accessible MRI is a home run. With most conventional imaging tests or MRIs, you're required to lie perfectly still inside an air tube. It's very confining and very noisy. At accessible MRI, they take this same test and bring it out in the open the way you'd prefer. There's no claustrophobia because it's actually open on all four sides. You won't be lying in a tunnel. If your doctor recommends an MRI, accept no pinch hitters. Choose accessible MRI. If your doctor recommends an MRI, insist on accessible MRI of Baltimore. It's open, quiet, and relaxing. Call accessible MRI of Baltimore at 825-4MRI. That's accessible MRI 825-4674. Take my advice. Orioles manager Johnny Oates. Accessible MRI is a home run. 1971 was the year Apollo 9 landed on the moon. The 26th Amendment was passed, and the French Connection was named Best Picture. You're listening to the Strike 371 ALCS on Radio 11 WBAL. Time of the third inning at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. The Oakland A's uh, leading the Baltimore Orioles by a score of 2 to nothing. Oakland put together three base hits. A pair of doubles, a sandwich in between a triple by Angel Manguel to rake a very quick 2-0 lead from starter Dave McNally. And now the top of the batting order once again in Campanaris with a looking strike over the outside corner knee high. Campanaris in the first inning was out on a routine ground ball to the shortstop Mark Belanger. One strike to the very speedy Burt Campanaris. And the pitch is uh, high and inside and a ball. One ball and one strike to Campy. One one offering to Campanaris. Swing at a foul ball in the dirt behind the plate. A ball and two strikes to Campanaris. McNally uh, all ready to go once more. And his one two offering to Burt. High and away to make a count two and two. A big, enthusiastic crowd here at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore this afternoon. Understandably just a little quiet and perhaps a little apprehensive. The 2-2 pitch coming down to Campanaris. Swinging a fly ball down the right field side is out of play. And the count will hold 2-2. Two and, two. and again, the Oakland A's continue as they have through the first couple of innings against McNally. It seems a very definite effort to try and take the ball the other way. In other words, to avoid trying to pull the ball, but to go with it. 
Two and two. The count to Bert Campaneris with Valley's pitch. Swing of the fly ball. Right field side again. Long run for Frank Robinson. Back toward the warning track. He's there. So Frank Robinson goes deep onto the warning track in right field to get another fly ball off the bat of the right hand swinging Bert Campaneris. So with one gone and uh, nobody on, here now is Joe Rudy. He, uh, in the uh, first inning, doubled into the right field corner as a right-handed batter. So of the four Oakland base hits, only one has been hit to the third base side. Everything else has gone to the first base side against Dave McNally. Rudy uh, taking a little time before settling in, now ready to go. McNally's first offering to the right-handed swinger. Fly ball, well hit, right field. Frank Robinson tracking nicely, going to his right. Plenty of time, a lot of room. Frank is there, he's got it. We have two down. Two up, two down in the Oakland third. And now Reggie Jackson against uh, Dave McNally in the first inning was retired on the fly ball. The left fielder Merv Rettenmark. Waiting for Jackson to settle in at the plate is all ready to go. The move and the left hand is pitched to Reggie. A swing and a miss. Strike one. McNally on the disabled list for a total of 38 days. Has reported uh, in his last two outings that the arm has felt a good bit better. But uh, still he is faced with a problem of that occasional jolt of pain. And of course that's nothing quite so unusual. I think most pitchers have to learn to live with such discomfort. The pitch to Jackson. Check swing, ground ball, third base side. Brooks Robinson's there. The throw on to first. A one, two, three inning. Three up and three down go the A's at the end of two and one half. It is Oakland to two and Baltimore nothing. With all the mergers and takeovers those big banks seem to be going through, it's a wonder they have any time left for their customers. Take a number. At Loyola, we've been focusing on customer needs with convenient locations, new products, and services that provide extra value. In fact, the only thing those bigger banks have that Loyola doesn't is an attitude. Number 97. Who's 97? Loyola. We never forget whose money it is. WBAL Radio and TV are asking you to help the Maryland Food Bank check out hunger. Look for our coupon display at the checkout counter at any giant food store. To contribute, tear off a coupon for one, two, or five dollars. Your contribution will automatically be added to your grocery purchase. Each month, the Maryland Food Bank provides 800,000 meals to needy Marylanders. To meet that need, we need your financial support. This summer, help check out hunger at Giant with WBAL Radio and TV. Sam Ross copied down the address of his next fare and said goodbye. Was that a cellular phone you were talking on? His passenger in the back seat asked. Yeah, it sure was. Funny, it sounded different. Yeah, it's brand new. Real clear, the cabbie said. A cellular one digital phone. Why'd you get a digital phone, asked the passenger. Well, at this cab company, there's me, my Crown Vic, and this phone. So Sam's Metropolitan Cab Company is actually one car, one driver, and a cellular phone? You got it. And to me, every call isn't just a call, it's cash. I would have thought, the passenger said, that digital phones were only for big business tycoons. Driving this cab, I raised three kids, put the first one through college, and I got money in the bank. The way I see it, I am a business tycoon. 
crisp and clear communication, including digital service that lets you do business, build business, or maybe even create a business. Call 1-800-SELL-1. Cellular One. Clearly better. Do you remember when years ago you'd wake up in the morning to a glass of freshly squeezed orange juice with breakfast? In today's fast-paced world, you can still relive those days with an ice-cold glass of Tropicana Pure Premium Grove Stand. Like fresh squeeze, Tropicana Pure Premium Grove Stand is 100% juice from Florida oranges. While most other brands add water to make their juice from concentrate, Tropicana Pure Premium Grove Stand has nothing added, nothing taken away, just pure refreshing juice. You'll always save more money on refreshing Tropicana Pure Premium Grove Stand when you buy it at your nearest value food. Value Food has old-fashioned value and refreshing prices, too. And Value Food's weekly specials are 100% pure delicious savings for you. Besides the finest fresh produce, meat, seafood, and bakery, Value Food carries all your favorite name brands for less, plus double coupons every day. So don't waste time or money on watered-down imitations. Shop Value Food for Tropicana Pure Premium Road Stand today. In 1971, Vita Blue won the MVP in Cy Young Awards. The Orioles' Dave McNally went 21-5, and five, and the Pirates' Willie Starchel hit 48 dingers. You're listening to the 71 ALCS, between the O's and the A's, on Radio 11 WBAL. Well, the Orioles are down two big runs to uh, Vita Blue on the Oakland A's in the opening game of the 71 Championship Series. And in the bottom of the third inning, it'll be Andy Etchebarren, Mark Belanger, Dave McNally, as the new batters to the Oakland uh, Fireball and left hand. Baron on the year hit 270 for the Orioles and against Oakland's pitching the uh, final out of the 235 average. Right-handed swinging out, a left-handed throwing from Vida Blue who has spammed three of the Orioles so far. The first offering to Etchebarren is a ball low and inside. Game two will be played here tomorrow afternoon at Memorial Stadium. It will begin at 1.15 Eastern Time. 1.15. And the one nothing pitch coming down. Swing and a foul. Out of play in the upper deck. The ball and the strike to Andy Etcheverry. strike to uh, Andy Etchebarren. The Burrs looking for their first base hit off Vida Blue. The 1-1 offering to Oriole catcher is a check swing and a ball. High inside, two balls and a strike to Andy. Blue's 2-1 offering to Etchebarren. High fly ball, left field. Coming up on the ball is uh, Joe Rudy and he backs off a step and makes a catch. We have one away in the third inning. Blue has faced seven, retired seven. And now Mark Belanger, a 266 hitter on the season for the Orioles and 250 against Oakland pitching. And Belanger is still a little bit tender. He was hit on the left wrist the other night in the final game of the year and uh, had to sit it out. But of course, the rain delay of yesterday has done nothing but help Belanger. Bando shortens up a little bit at third base near the edge of the infield grass and Vida Blue waiting for Dave Duncan who has yet to get down and pump up a sign for him. Duncan, of course, a very steadying influence on uh, a young man such as Vida Blue under the pressure of a game such as this one could get a little bit on the nervous, excited side. A strike call, the good Vida Blue fastball, letter high outside portion. And this 
is a game fraught with tension and excitement. Now the one-strike pitch coming to Belanger. High ball, one, one ball, one strike. What a spot for a 22-year-old young man like Vida Blue who continually does kind of a... Oh, not a deep knee bend. Just bends from the waist as far as he can and as if he's kind of flexing his back or trying to ease uh, a little discomfort. Now the 1-1 one, one offering to uh, Belanger. Ball outside and high, 2-1. Two, two balls, one strike to Mark Belanger. Now the birds with three up and three down in the first, three up and three down in the second, one away here in the third. Oakland had a two-run, three-hit second inning. All of the Oakland hits have been extra bases. Three doubles and a triple. The 2-1 pitch coming to Belanger. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes to Mark. Two balls and two strikes. Vida Blue staring down intently toward Dave Duncan. Belanger wigwagging that stick, waiting the pitch. Here it comes, a 2-2 to Mark. High for a ball three, three and two. Of course, there is something that uh, Oriole fans are well aware of, and of course, it's something the Oakland A's will not forget, that on two occasions this summer in this ballpark, Oakland took a lead into the ninth inning, and Oriole home run bats took it away from them in the ninth inning. Both times, the victim was Raleigh Fingers. Three and two, the count to Mark Belanger. Fly the blue into the move. Here's the three-two pitch. Fly ball foul out of play on the first base side. So we'll go back to a three-two. Merv Rettman battled blue at a three-two count in the first inning before he finally struck out. And now Belanger has reached a three-two count with one away and nobody on here in this bottom of the third. Two pitch coming down to Belanger. High ball four, and there's the first Oriole base runner of the ball game. Vida Blue has given up his first walk. A one-out walk to Mark Belanger will bring out pitcher Dave McNally. McNally hit 162 on the regular season. He had uh, three doubles. He had two home runs. He knocked in seven. And I guess his most unforgettable base hit would be the grand slam home run in the World Series. McNally is not to be uh, classified as a good hitting pitcher, but he is dangerous. And now, uh, for those of you who, uh, you know, like to sit in on the strategy of a ball game, here are the Orioles at home, bottom of the third, one out, runner first. Do you want to bunt him down, or do you let McNally swing away? Well, the set by Vida Blue and the pitch to Dave McNally, he swings and misses, strike one. So there wasn't any bunt on the first pitch. Valley with a look to a third base coach, Billy Hunter. And see whether the Orioles have the bunt in order on the second pitch from Vida Blue to Dave McNally. The kick, the bunt is on. He bunts, pops it up. It's going to be caught by the pitcher. No, the third baseman, Bando, cut right in front of Vida Blue and made the grab. So McNally trying to bunt, pops out to the third baseman, Sal Bando, charging down the line. He was a step in front of Vida Blue to make the grab for the second out of the inning. Two gone, Belanger holding first base, and the batter now will be Paul Blair. Blair in the first inning, fly to the center fielder, Angel Manguel. The Orioles are still looking for base hit number one off by the Blue. Blue has walked the batter, has spammed three, retired the first seven in a row before he walked Mark Belanger. And now with two down, and Belanger at first, Tommy Davis is holding with a speedy Belanger. Here for the second time this afternoon is Paul Blair against Vida Blue. 
The left-hander's pitch. High ball one. And for the first time this afternoon, this uh, predominantly pro-Baltimore crowd begins to get into the ball game somewhat. One ball, no strikes to Paul Blair. Belanger leading first base, two down. And Blue ready to work again. He kicks and throws. Swing and a miss. Ball and a strike to Blair, who had a good rip at that blue fastball. It is not enough. That is to say, one pitch is not enough. And Ryder Blue is not a one-pitch pitcher. He has two different fastballs, and he also has the good curveball. And it was the good curveball that he showed against the Orioles in his first outing of the year in Oakland that drew nothing but great and unstinted praise from the veteran Oriole ball club. The 1-1 to Paul Blair. Blue throws. Swing and a miss. He didn't do anything but lean on the good fastball and threw it right by Blair. A ball and two strikes. In the first meeting between these two clubs, Blue used the curveball to great advantage. And it was somewhat of a surprise as the Oriole haters had heard of nothing but the great Blue fastball. Well, this afternoon, he has shown that good fastball, the set, the 1-2 to Blair. There goes Belanger swinging a foul up the screen. Belanger running with a count of the ball and two strikes. Blair got a piece of it and fouled it away. If you're just tuning our way, we're in the last half of the third inning. The Oakland A's scored two runs on three hits in their half of the second inning and lead two to nothing. The Orioles are yet to pick up a base hit. They have their first base runner aboard. Belanger walked a moment ago. And Blair waiting now. The one ball, two strike pitch from Blue. Fida's ready to go. And the left-handers kicks and throws. Blair swings on a ground foul. Trickles off the third base side. So the count will hold at one and two. First, Tommy Davis holding with him that way. The set by Blue, the pitch. Outside of the ball, two balls, two strikes. He kind of took a little off that pitch. The count evens now, two and two. Well, the Oakland A's uh, got off to the bad start this year. They lost their first three games, including the presidential opener that this young man pitched and lost. But then he really went to work. The 2-2 offering to Blair. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And for Vida Blue, strikeout number four. The Orioles, no runs, no hits, and the man left at the end of three complete. Oakland two, Baltimore nothing. Hey, Mom, instead of going to the grocery store to find that missing ingredient for your recipe, Continental Foods wants you to order in tonight. The whole family will love you for it, and you'll love relaxing after dinner instead of doing the dishes. Call Pizza Bullies with 37 locations in the Baltimore, Washington area for your pizza, salad, or sub break tonight. Don't forget to ask for Continental Winners Club postcards so you could win a brand-new Lincoln Continental. So tonight, relax and call Pizza Bullies. What's clear, you can see it in each and every drop. Crystal clear Amoco Ultimate. What isn't clear? All other premium gasoline. Here's what's clear. Amoco Ultimate is the only premium refined an extra step to remove harmful impurities called PNAs. Impurities other premiums leave in every tank full. They can rob your engine of performance and contribute to hydrocarbon exhaust emissions. Crystal clear Amoco Ultimate. Every drop is crystal clear. You expect more from a leader. 
To show their appreciation for their fans, Roy Rogers is bringing one of the most popular names ever back to the lineup. It's Roy's $1.99 Philly cheesesteak. The same Philly cheesesteak that was such a home run hit last time is here again with thinly sliced steak, grilled onions, and melted cheese piled high on a fresh bakery-style roll. And all of its fame hasn't gone to its price because you can still get your hands around one for just $1.99 at Roy Rogers right now. And if you want to enjoy that great, authentic taste even more, just order one with twice the meat. But remember, Philly cheesesteak season is short. So hustle over to Roy Rogers and enjoy yours today. Offer good for a limited time at participating Roy Rogers restaurants. Price does not include tax. For a lot of car insurance companies, this is the answer to 24-hour service. When at GEICO, there's a difference between our round-the-clock service and theirs. A pulse. You see, GEICO employs real human beings ready to help you 24 hours a day. So we can process claims immediately, give you quotes when you're car shopping on a Saturday afternoon, or help you late at night when you muster the courage to add your teenager to your policy. It's a better way to deal with car insurance. You don't have to clean up the house because the agent is coming over. And you can actually conduct business in your bathroom. So regardless of what you're wearing, give GEICO a call. In just 15 minutes, responsible drivers could cut their car insurance rates by 15% or more. And we'll give you a line-by-line comparison with your current policy, so you'll see the savings. Call GEICO at 1-800-841-3000. We promise to answer the phone in a heartbeat and with one. That's 1-800-841-3000. GEICO, the sensible alternative. In 1971, the Cubbies Ferguson Jenkins wins the Cy Young Award. Willie Mays scores his 1,950th run. Antonio Oliva hits 337. You're listening to the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's on Radio 11 WBAL. Well, here come the Oakland A's in their half of the fourth inning against uh, Baltimore's Dave McNally with Tommy Davis against McNally in the first inning. The veteran uh, right-handed swinger was out of the fly ball to center fielder Paul Blair. McNally all ready to go, and here's his first offering to the veteran Tommy Davis. Ground ball, base hit in the hole between short and third to left field, and Tommy Davis is on for the first time this afternoon. That'll be hit number five off Dave McNally. A leadoff single by Tommy Davis, and in the second inning of the ballgame, when the Oakland A's scored not once but twice, Bando opened that inning with a double, and now here in the fourth inning, the Oakland A's have opened with another base hit. This is not unusual in a game that Dave McNally pitches. If you have followed the fortunes of Oriole baseball, he's not the kind of a pitcher that frequently comes out and works himself a three- or four-hitter. The pitch coming down to Sal Bando. McNally delivers him a strike over the inside corner at the knees. And for that matter, McNally is not the kind of a pitcher that will go out there and strike out a lot of hitters. He is the kind of a pitcher who does what is necessary to win. He seldom, if ever, beats himself. One strike, the count to Bando at first base, Tommy Davis. McNally ready to go. Here's his pitch, high on the ball, one ball and one strike. Davis. McNally ready to go. Here's his pitch, high on the ball, one ball and one strike.
base, no play. Tommy Davis back without any difficulty. Powell holding with a runner off that way. One and one on the count to the right-hand swinging Sal Bando. Dave McNally ready to work once more. Flashes that look toward first base, delivers. Bando hits a fly ball, well hit deep to left field. Retmund is going back near the warning track, getting to it. Retmund is there and makes the catch. Davis, who had been to second base, now turns and retreats to first base. Bando, the first out of the inning on a drive, well hit toward left field. Well, the Orioles against Oakland pitching. Speaking of drives well hit and deep into the outfield, the Orioles hammered nine home runs against Oakland pitching this year. The Oakland A's countered with five. One unusual feat, however. Oakland hit all five of their home runs in their ballpark. Here is Angel Manguel. He tripled between Powell and the bag at first base in the second inning to turn in one of the key hits here in the early innings of the ballgame. McNally's pitch to the right-hand swinging Manguel. Fly ball, well hit, deep in the alley, left center field, player going hard, can't get to it, it's beyond him, all the way to the wall in right center field, Tommy Davis is around third base, he's going to score without any trouble, Manguel is going to hold at second base with a double in the alley in right center, and Oakland leads 3 to nothing. Angel Manguel has hit two shots off Dave McNally. In the second inning, he hit a scorching blue darter of a ground ball between Powell and the bag at first, good for a triple. And he uncorked on the first pitch and hit a screamer in the alley in right center field that even the speed of a Paul Blair could not catch up to, and Oakland has a 3 to nothing lead. And Manguel is 2 for 2 with a triple and a double and a pair of runs batted in. And uh, the... Oakland A's now have uh, banged McNally for six base hits, only one of them a single. And that was the leadoff single by Tommy Davis here in this fourth inning. Everything else has been an extra base hit. There have now been four doubles and a triple, plus the single. Three to nothing, Oakland over the Orioles. We're in the top of the fourth inning, game one of the 71 championship series. And everything has been Oakland through the first four innings of the ballgame. One out, Duncan the batter, E2, doubled into right field off McNally in the second inning. The runner's second is Manguel, and the pitch coming down to Dave Duncan. McNally brings the arm down, the pitch is low inside, ball one. And again, we've got a right-hander and a left-hander in the Oriole bullpen, Grant Jackson the left-hander, Dave Leonard the right-hander. This is the second time that duo has been up and working. In the Oriole bullpen, they were up in the troublesome second inning that McNally finally weathered. And uh, pitch coming down to Duncan now is low and inside. Bounces up and hit Duncan. And uh, it hit him right up around to the chin, I believe. And Etchebarren was able to recover what could have been a wild pitch and hold the runner at second base. It uh, bounced off the shin guard of Andy Etchebarren, came up underneath the chin, it appeared, and hit Dave Duncan. And he's now pointing to the with the tip of the finger to the point of the chin, indicating, yes, sir, it got me right there. And he took a pretty good punch and didn't go down. Two balls, no strikes, now to Duncan. McNally ready, and the pitch. Ground ball sharply hit at Brooks at third. He's got it, holds Manguel at second base, throws on to first, and that'll be the second out of the inning. Duncan gone on the ground ball to Brooks at third. Manguel holds second base with two down, and the batter now will be Dick Green. Green was called upon to sacrifice in the second inning and did so perfectly. Well, as Dick Green is the new batter with two out at first base open, the Orioles uh, will not pitch to Dick Green. He will be given an intentional base on balls to bring to the plate Vita Blue. 
So here is ball two, low and outside, to the right-hand swinging Dick Green. Through the first three-and-a-half innings, Oakland, three runs, six hits. The Orioles, no runs, no hits. The only Oriole to reach in three innings against Ida Blue, Mark Belanger, who reached on a walk. So with two down, there goes Dick Green to first base. Manguel is holding out at second base. Hand to the plate now comes Vida Blue. Blue, a left-handed batter, was called out in strikes in the second inning against McNally. And Dave's first offering to Vida Blue. On the way, strike called, a hard-breaking pitch around the inside portion of the letters. strike the pitch. Strike two called outside corner above the knees to Vida. It would be, I think, safe to say if the Orioles were able to beat a Vida Blue in the opening game of the series, a tremendous advantage and edge would go to the Orioles. Two strikes, the count to Vida Blue. McNally ready to work again with runners at first and second delivers. Outside and low, and a ball, one and two. Vida Blue short enough on the back, gave indication of a possible bunt, and took the pitch low and away. Vida contributed to one of his two victories over the Orioles earlier this year with a punt, a punt single. McNally ready to work again. The set on the one-two offering to Vida Blue. Here it is. Strike three called. Vida Blue called out of strikes. Oakland in the fourth inning. One run, two hits, two left. At the end of three and a half, Oakland three, Baltimore nothing. American Car Care Centers say first it was the BF Goodrich race-winning street radio. Reinvented today is the radio TA for drivers who want a wide competition look and year-round performance, great handling, long wear, and exceptional value in an all-weather radio tire. The radio TA from BF Goodrich. When you're ready to get serious, see your participating American Car Care Center, Senior Auto Centers, Abingdon, Maryland, and Phelps Oldsmobile, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Life isn't all smooth, quiet highways. Like the BF Goodrich Altering Radio TA, sometimes it's... Hilly back roads, rocky side trips. The all-terrain radio's high, wide tread pattern has deep gouging power in two steel belts, but stays smooth on life's quietest highways. The all-terrain radio TA from BF Goodrich. When you're ready to get serious, see your participating American Car Care Center, Barn Service Center in Westminster, Maryland, and Norman Young in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Investing your money would feel a lot less threatening if only you could be sure where interest rates are heading. Well, here's the next best thing. A step-up CD from Mercantile. Open either a 36-month step-up CD or a 60-month step-up CD with a minimum deposit of just $1,000. You're sure to earn at least one of these current annual percentage yields. Earn 4.52% for 36 months or 5.61% for 60 months. If CD rates increase, your earnings can increase as well. Just exercise your one-time option and step up to a new higher annual percentage yield. So you get both the security of a CD and the opportunity for increased CD earnings when you open a 36-month or 60-month step-up CD from Mercantile. Invest in a future that can only get better. Invest in a step-up CD at Mercantile Bank and Trust. Member FDIC, penalty for early CD redemption. Hi, Oriole fans. Rex Barney here for your neighborhood friendly family restaurant, home of the best ice cream in the world. 
just right for a late-night snack. And all this month, buy any of our delicious new summer salad entrees and get a free orange roll sundae or frozen yogurt dessert. A perfect way to top off a great meal. Remember, kids, when you're at Friendly's with Mom or Dad, make sure to say please and thank you. Hewlett-Packard and Pulsar data systems in your lineup, and you'll hit a lot more home runs. After all, why settle for an inferior laser printer when you can get the HP LaserJet, the world's number one laser printer, and choose Pulsar Data Systems, a company that offers a great GSA schedule, some of the best service and support in the industry, and 8A status for small, disadvantaged business credit. Hewlett-Packard and Pulsar Data Systems, your winning combination. Call Pulsar at 1-800-775-PDSI. We're striking back as the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend has your baseball fix. You're listening to the Orioles and the Oakland A's and a battle for the 1971 ALCS crown. Well, here's the bottom of the fourth inning from Memorial Stadium in Baltimore with the Oakland A's leading Baltimore by a score of 3 to nothing. before Johnson steps in. We step out for a station break. This is the Baltimore Oriole Baseball Network. Listen to all the action of the 1971 World Series here on Radio 11, WBAL in Baltimore, the city of champions. Well, the Orioles bring out Dave Johnson to start the last half of the fourth inning, still looking for a base hit against Vida Blue. Johnson popped to the second baseman, Dick Green, in the first inning. It'll be Johnson, Rettman, and Frank Robinson against Vida Blue. And now this rather impatient crowd in Baltimore goes to work. Here's the ball outside today. Dave Duncan not at all happy with the call of the plate umpire, Hank Soar. He has not turned around, but he is uh, having a few words to say. Vida with a poise of a 10-year veteran into the move delivers. Johnson swings and doesn't get it. A ball and a strike. Good sinking fastball from Vida Blue. One to Dave Johnson. And the 1-1 offering coming to Johnson. Swing and a miss again. One ball and two strikes. And Blue has just got that good live fastball sipping and dancing. And the Oriole swingers, and they appear to be kind of swinging from their heels, have yet to catch up with it. They have struck out four times. One ball and two strikes to Johnson. Now Blue into the move. Here's his pitch. High foul ball out of play behind the plate. And the count will be... Continued at a ball and two strikes. Joe Rudy and left, Angel Manguel in center field. The right fielder is Reggie Jackson. They're well fanned out against the Orioles' second baseman, Johnson, who can and does hit the ball to all fields. And the infield is just about straight away. taking a little time and now ready to go here's the move the one two to Johnson high foul out of play behind the plate so we ride on at one and two Blue 
facing Dave Johnson with a count of the ball and two strikes. Rocks over the rubber and throws. Johnson hits a high fly ball down the left field side, hooking in the left field corner. It is going to be a base hit off the corner of the wall. Johnson on his way for two. The throw coming to second base. He is in ahead of it. Dave Johnson has picked up the Orioles' first base hit. A looping fly ball hanging on the line deep in the left field corner. Hit off the base of the wall. Good for two bases. And hit number one goes to the Orioles' second baseman. Tremendous burst from this pro Baltimore crowd here at Memorial Stadium, greeting the first hit of the ball game. And now Merv Rettenmark against Biden in the first inning, a strikeout victim. And now this crowd really begins to get a little more enthusiastic, a little less apprehensive. And uh, begin to let loose some of their great enthusiasm for this wonderful game. Rettman hits a foul out of play on the first base side. Strike one to Murr. Incidentally, a very fine story in the current. Incidentally, a very fine story in the current issue of Sports Illustrated on Murr Rettman, who is a rather unique young man, and has the equipment to be one of the best hitters in the American League. He is very difficult to strike out. He does not strike out very often, though he did in the first inning against Lina Blue. Johnson leads second with nobody out. And the pitch to Rettenmund. High and tight in the ball. One ball and one strike. season, Rettman struck out 60 times. Now the 1-1 to Merv, blue throws, a uh, check swing of the ball high, a fastball kind of sailed up, Rettman refused the bite, was able to stop the swing, time is called out, and Dave Duncan is going to walk the ball back out to the mound to talk to Vida Blue. You would think that it would be a natural sort of a thing, that a young man like Vida Blue would have to be extremely nervous and excited and tense getting into a ball game, the most pressure-filled game he has yet to pitch in. If that is the case, he has not shown it from up here. He looks to be in great control of himself. Poised, cool, calm, confident, and most effective. The 2-1 to Rettenbach. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes to her. A foul tip now indicated by plate umpire sword. No mistake, here are two outstanding baseball teams in the Oakland A's and the Baltimore Orioles, head-to-head for, as they would say, all of the marbles in the American League, and what a way to start it with one of the most brilliant performers to come into baseball in a long time, by the blue for the Oakland A's, a 2-2 to Rettman, foul ball, right up in the booth and out of play. Two strikes to Merv Rettenmund. Dave Johnson opened the inning with a double into the left field corner. The very first Oriole base hit. And now Merv Rettenmund is battling by the blue with a count two balls and two strikes. And again, that crowd kind of jumping into the ball game. Blue ready to work. Here's the stretch to the set and the 2-2 to Rettenmund. Line drive, right field side. It is going to be a fair ball. Base hit, right field corner. Johnson is coming home. Rettenmund racing for two. The slide at second safe. Three innings without allowing a base.
base hit, allowed only one man to reach when he walked Belanger. Here to start the fourth inning, Dave Johnson looped the double into the left field corner. Redmond, who hits with great authority to the opposite field, drilled a line drive two or three feet fair into the right field corner. Plating Johnson, here is Frank Robinson, and this ballpark really now is alive. Redmond second, nobody out, the pitch to Frank. Swinging a foul up the screen, strike one. Back-to-back doubles, and the Orioles are on the board. It is Oakland three, Baltimore one in the last half of the fourth inning. Now the one-strike pitch to the waiting Frank Robinson. Bida ready to go again. Here's his pitch. Swing and a miss. He got that good sinking fastball by Frank, low and away. I'm not so sure when I say good that I'm being completely, totally accurate. It perhaps is better than good. To the hitter, it perhaps can be a great sinking fastball. Two strikes to Frank Robinson. Nobody out. Rettmund at second. And Blue ready to work once more. The young left-handed throws. Swing and a miss. He struck him out again. It looked as though Frank were trying to go to the opposite field. So Frank Robinson is faced by the Blue twice and struck out twice. The Oakland left-hander now has spanned five. And among the strikeout victims, here is Boo Powell. He struck him out in the second inning. You would wonder, and a few of you might have asked yourself, how is it that manager Weaver would use the left-hand swinging Powell against the sometimes overpowering Vida Blue? Well, simply put, when Boo Powell is hitting, hitting well, it does not seem to make any difference whether it's a left-hander or a right-hander. And as we mentioned earlier, Powell has finished the season with a tremendous burst, hitting 365 over the last 11 games. So Powell, who struck out against Vida Blue in the second inning, now faces him again here on the fourth with one out, and Rettenmann, the runner, is second. Blue all ready to go, and the Oakland left-handers first pitch to Powell. Fly ball, well hit down the right field side, looking it's going to be a foul ball and out of play. Just a long strike one and a broken bat to Boo Powell. He got it right in on his thumbs and splintered the bat and hit it into the seats in the right field corner. Foul. Without doubt, the wettest of all baseball fans this season are here in goodly numbers this afternoon. It is not a sellout, no. There are seats available in the bleacher sections and in the right field upper deck grandstand, but not too many. The one strike pitch to Powell. Swinging a foul to the screen. 0 and 2. like Powell against the left-handed Vida Blue, Boog would quite naturally be looking, expecting, waiting for the breaking pitch. And it appeared that is what he got on the first offering when he yanked it down into the right field corner foul and broke for that. Two quick strikes to Boog Powell. Remarkable with his ability, Vida Blue, and one of the more important parts of that ability is the ability to throw strikes. He has fine control. And it's hard to say enough good things about uh, Vida Blue. He makes Powell wait long enough now so that Boog has requested time and back down. The Orioles have finally scored. Back-to-back doubles, Dave Johnson, Merv Rettmann. Rettmann at second base while Frank struck out. He is still there with a count two strikes to Boog Powell. Blue, ready to go. Here's 
the pitch. Outside of the ball. One and two. Breaking pitch from Vida Blue. Robinson. Powell at first base, Rettenmund at third, one out. 
Ida Blue is ready. The one-strike offering to Brooks. Ground ball right at the third baseman. They should get two. They'll throw the second. That's one. Now the first, and they get two. Brooks hits into a quick double play. Bando to the second baseman, Green, to the first baseman, Davis. But the Orioles come back with a run on three hits and leave a runner at the end of four. Oakland three, Baltimore one. This is Cal Ripken. Playing every day means staying in top form. Trimming the fat, kind of like they do with SK Deli hams. 95% fat-free SK cooked ham, Virginia ham, honey ham, and pepper ham are all as lean as turkey deli items. So you get all that great SK ham flavor with very little fat. I wish I could say the same for myself. Slice to order at the deli counter. Taste the difference. Quality makes. Taste the difference. Who's smarter? This guy went to Sears Brand Central for a new refrigerator. And this guy keeps his milk cold in a creek. Easy. The Sears guy. Right. Through August 27th, get an 18-cubic-foot Kenmore refrigerator with free ice maker, only $649.99. Or a 22-cubic-foot Kenmore, only $1099.99. And get a free $100 savings bond with each. Now that's smart. Yep. So who's smarter? The guy who went to Sears? Or this guy who cured the common cold? That's anyone's guess. Prices may vary in Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico. right in the middle of an Orioles game and you sprung a leak. That's when you can sing for Scardina at 761-6900. We can fix your plumbing problems fast and answer your bathroom remodeling needs with the bold look of Kohler's beautiful whirlpools and Kohler fixtures. Sing for Scardina. Uh, 761-6900. WBAL Radio's Dave Durian talks about the morning show. We're always looking for the unpredictable. We're always looking for information that surprises people. People will walk away saying, wow, I didn't know that, or gee, whiz. Those are the kinds of things we look for every single morning on the morning show. Surprises. That's Baltimore? Yeah. I heard it on BAL Radio. Listen weekday mornings 5 to 9 for Dave Durian and the morning team on Radio 11 WBAL. Whoever said it's better to give than to receive must have had Toyota in mind. Because Toyota gives you a lot for your money. Better resale value, for one thing, gives you more money in your pocket at trade-in time. Gunner, gunner, gunner. According to Kelly Blue Book, after only two years, Toyota Camry's better resale value saved an average of $1,400 more than one of its competitors. Gunner, gunner, gunner. Buying that competitor was a gotcha. Gotcha. Another one of Camry's competitors would have cost you $2,900 more. Gotcha, gotcha. The fact is, Toyota Camry has a history of higher resale value and lower repair costs. And that's just a few of the reasons Camry is rated a best buy for 94 by Consumer's Digest magazine. Automobile magazine says Toyota Camry is the best car built in America. Toyota. Worth more today and a lot more tomorrow. See your Toyota dealer today. This is the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend, and we're celebrating America's great pastime. Who cares about the strike? Now, back to the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's. Well, the Orioles made a couple of sounds against Vida Blue in the bottom of the fourth inning and at least picked up one run, and... Uh, now uh, McNally is uh, ready to go to work against the top end of the Oakland batting order here in the top half of the fifth inning. It'll be Campaneras, who was grounded to short and flagged to right, then Joe Rudy, and then Reggie Jackson. 
Yankees move on the first pitch to uh, Campanaris. as he bunts third base side foul. Strike one to Bird. Although there have been, you know, so far in the first half of the ballgame, not uh, one of the a tremendously dramatic sort of a moment or a, a moment that was just overpowering with excitement. Certainly, there has been one little bit of humor injected in this ball game. The side of plate umpire Hank Soar belting Boo Powell over the back with his chest protector. Another run up and look at a pitch and a ball. One ball, one strike to Campanaris. He gave indication of the bunt, ran up, shortened up on the bat, and took it outside. One ball and one strike. As I mentioned, I'm sure the humor of the moment escaped Oakland manager Dick Williams as it nullified what appeared to be a good pitch. Swing the ground ball at the shortstop for Landry. He's got it on a head-high hop. A throw to Powell at first is in time. So Campanaris first out in the top of the fifth inning. And now Joe Rudy. One for two, a right field double, and a fly ball to the right fielder. tune our way to this uh, first game of the 1971 American League Championship Series. We do hope that you enjoy the broadcast. And remember, tomorrow afternoon we'll be on the air at 1.15. Catfish Hunter against Mike Cuellar. McNally uh, all ready to go and his first offering to the right-hand swinging Rudy. The left-hander throws. Swing and a fly ball. Left field. Retman starts in. Now going a little bit to his right. The ball sinking. He caught it right off the shoe top. Retman started in kicking up huge gobs of turf. Then sat to make the grab, and the ball suddenly was sinking and veering off to his right-hand side, and he caught it right off his right shoe. Rudy is the second out of the inning, two down, and here is Reggie Jackson. He's fly to left and grounded the third in two previous turns against Dave McNally. Oakland out hitting the Orioles 6-3 to three and outscoring them 3-1 to one through the first half of the all-important first game. McNally's move on the pitch to Jackson. Fastball is cut on and fouled up the screen. Strike one. again, the one-strike offering to Jackson. Breaking ball hit foul down the first base side off the foot of Reggie. So the count quickly two strikes. For the greater part of the afternoon, we have had nothing but brilliant sunshine here in Baltimore. We keep repeating that because that is of vital importance. If this uh, Baltimore baseball diamond that has taken such horrendous pounding from the elements the last couple of days can just bake out, dry out, the baseball will be even better. And it certainly has been just grand this afternoon. The two-strike pitch to the waiting Reggie Jackson. McNally uh, delivers. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Jackson goes down. Three up, three down for the A's. At the end of four and a half innings of play, the score. Oakland three, Baltimore one. The boys of summer have taken a walk. But at Pimlico, their players are ready to play every day. They don't have strikes, lockouts, salary caps, or arbitration. Their athletes show up all the time, rain or shine. So if you're looking for excitement, a place to jump for joy, something to cheer about, Pimlico is your home away from Camden Yards. Every Tuesday through Sunday, they'll give you an all-star lineup. You'll see simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park, in addition to live action at Pimlico. So if you're feeling shut out, step up to the plate at Pimlico, your best bet for a home run. It's the only game where the fans get paid to play. That's Pimlico Racecourse, where you'll see their all-star lineup every Tuesday through Sunday. And simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park. 
in addition to all the live action at Pimlico. Post time is 1 o'clock. How clear is clear? Clear as a bell. Clear as crystal clear Amoco Ultimate Gasoline. The only premium refined at extra strength to remove harmful impurities called PNA. PNA? What are they? Impurities other premiums leave in every tank full. Harmful impurities that can rob your engine of performance and contribute to hydrocarbon exhaust emissions. Fill up with crystal clear. Crystal clear. Amoco Ultimate. You expect more from a liter. Jobs, jobs, jobs at your Baltimore area pizza huts. There are over 50 Baltimore area pizza huts, including eat-in restaurants and delivery units. Their growth has been so extraordinary that they suddenly have more jobs than employees. They need managers, servers, cooks, and they have great opportunities for delivery drivers. The secret of Pizza Hut's success is that they find smart, hard-working employees, give them a fun working environment, and pay them well. If this description is appealing to you, then call the Pizza Hut Employment Hotline, 1-800-218-6010. Hello again, everybody. Hank Hackett here talking with John Wetwater, director of shower operations for the ball club. Hi, Hank. John, your job is to keep the team in hot water. I guess. So, you get here six hours before game time? Well, Hank, that's because my mom has to drop me off on her way to work. You're your mom. Uh, but that's changing. I'm getting an auto loan from Nations Bank. Nations Bank? Sure, Nations Bank offers flexible terms and great rates. But what about your strategies on shower heads? Look, you turn them on like this. Whoa, fascinating. Then you turn them off like like this. Whoa! That's water pressure. Pressure. Try being 35 and having your mom drive you in a date to the opera. Oh, that's tough. But things are going to get better thanks to Nations Bank. So, what happens when a superstar says, we're out of hot water? I turn the knob that says hot water. Uh -huh. Hank, this job is so easy, even a monkey could do it. Like this? Have a banana, Hank. Hey, thanks! You feel yours? Call 1-800-726-9572 or stop by a Nations Bank Banking Center today. Loan subject to approval. Equal housing lender. We're not striking out. We've got baseball. You're listening to a vintage Orioles game. It's the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's during the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Bill O'Donnell joining you on the radio side as Chuck and I have been switching during our break from radio and television locations. And the Birds need two to tie. They need three to go to head as they bat against Ida Blue in the bottom of the fifth inning. They'll go with Andy Etcheverin, Mark Belanger, and Dave McNally. Now the one plus, in addition to the Orioles getting uh, the run last inning, on doubles by Johnson and Rettenmund, later followed by a base hit, Pulled to right field by Boog Powell. Is it really for the first time in the ball game they got a lot of wood with some consistency against Vida Blue? Etcheverin's up. He fly to left to start the top of the bottom of the third, and now he begins the bottom of the fifth. He cuts and doesn't get that first pitch. Strike one. Andy has uh, just concluded his greatest year with the bat, and that goes for his minor league days as well as his major league days in the Baltimore uniform. 0-1. It's inside to Andy. One ball and one strike. A quick check of the open infield. Bando third, Campanera short, Green second, Davis first, the outfield, Rudy left, Mangual center, and Jackson's in right. Duncan now sets up the target. For Blues, 1-1 deal. It is outside. Two balls and one strike. The Orioles has a club this year, batted 261. Oakland has a club, batted 252. In home run power, something we've not yet seen today, the Orioles 158 homers, the A's 164 baggers. 2-1 pitch. 
breaking ball for a belt-high strike to Andy. Two balls and two strikes. Everything that Vida Blue has thrown today, breaking pitch or fastball, has been thrown hard. He's yet to throw a changeup to anybody. 2-2 on the way to Andy. High, three balls and two strikes. Blue pitched hitless ball the first three innings. As a matter of fact, had four strikeouts through the first three, including Frank Robinson and Boog Powell back-to-back in the second inning. He hung up strikeout number five last inning against Frank Robinson. He's coming to Andy now with his 3-2 pitch. High drive, right center field, playable by Reggie Jackson, calls off Manguel in right center. And Jackson for the putout. Echeverin skies to right center where Reggie Jackson makes the catch. And here's Belanger. Now, a year ago this time, when the Orioles were in the championship series against Minnesota, people were telling you and telling you truthfully that Belanger had the good year with the glove, but the off year with the bat. And now, a year later, we can tell you both ways he had the good year, with the bat and likewise with the glove. Belanger was the Orioles' initial base runner of this ball game with a one-out pass in the third inning. One gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Left-hander blue to Belanger. High with a fastball. The A's uh, broke on top. Pair of runs in the second inning. They went ahead 3-0 in the top of the fourth. And the Birds got one back last inning. Blue to Belanger. 1-0 right now. It is down the middle. One ball and one strike. The A's outfield plays Manguel a bit into right center. It plays Jackson directly into right and shallow to Belanger. The ball one strike one delivery coming on. It's a strike at Belanger's knees. One ball and two strikes. In these first three pitches to Belanger, he has not seen a ball in the same spot from Vida Blue. Blue gets his wigwaggings from Duncan, winds and deals. He's high, two balls and two strikes. When Blue into this fifth inning, when Blue today has been off the plate, when he's been wild, as he was right there with Belanger, most of his wildness has been high. He's only walked one man, and this is the man he walked, Belanger in the third. With one gone, 2-2 to Belanger now. Is fouled straight back to the netting. In case you missed uh, some of the added information surrounding yesterday's rainout and the postponement of Game 1, delayed until today, there will be no travel day now in this playoff series. Game 3 will be played as originally scheduled Tuesday. Played in Oakland. 2-2 to Belanger. High. 3-2. Originally, Games 1 and 2 were to be played yesterday and today. And then tomorrow was an open day or a travel day with Game 3 on Tuesday. So the pattern in games played will stay the same. Belanger waiting on Blue's 3-2 pitch with one out on the bases empty, and here it is. Swung on and missed. Six strikeouts for Vida Blue. Blue has struck out Frank Robinson once, Rettenmund once, Boot Powell once, and now adds Belanger to that list. He has totaled six strikeouts. Retired the first two in the bottom of the fifth, and the greeting is for Dave McNally. We've had a quick four-way confab go on at the mound. 
between Vida Blue, his catcher, Dave Duncan, third baseman, Bando, and first baseman, Tommy Davis. Now, there might have been a conversation in there somewhere, either by Duncan or by Davis or by Bando. It might have been, look, uh, there down against McNally, just as you did against Etcheburn and Belanger, because McNally is known to hit a long ball once in a while. So don't relax. Just reach back against McNally as you have. Somebody might have said that to him. He fires an outside shoulder-high fastball. One ball and new strikes. Here in the bottom of the fifth inning, it's Oakland three runs, six hits. And it's the Orioles who run and three hits. Bite a blue to Dave McNally with his 1-0 serve. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Blue's settling now with both feet at the rubber and checks his catcher, Dave Duncan. He winds right on top. The 1-1 pitch is low. Two balls and one strike. Two are out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. And nobody's on. Blue had a 1-2-3 first inning as he wrapped up Blair Johnson and Rettmund in order. Then had a 1-2-3 second as he closed out Frank Robinson, Powell, and Brooks. He faced four men in the third, walking Belanger. Orioles got to him for a Johnson two-bagger, a Rettman double, to get their first run. McNally waiting two and one. The wind-up in the two-on. Swing and a miss, two balls and two strikes. Vida Blue's last pitching appearance was uh, just one week ago today. He worked seven innings against Milwaukee. And they were seven shutout innings as he gave up three hits in gaining his 24th win. Here he is head shanking in something now. Ripped his ray by Duncan. Now he delivers two and two. Here's a foul to the upper deck directly behind the plate. Vida Blue became a 20-game winner as early as the first week of August after making a few attempts and not getting his 20th back in July. He won his 20th the 7th of August against the White Sox. He shut them out one to nothing. 2-2 on the way with two out. High pop foul between the plate and the Oriole dugout. Vando comes over from the third base side. Now near the Oriole dugout, he one-hands it and then steps on the top step of the Oriole dugout with the ball in the glove. McNally fouls out. And at the end of five innings of play, it's open three. Baltimore one. Not knowing when to say when, Eckinger presents the wise guy. Oh, these questions that echo in my mind. Why is traffic always worse when you're late? Why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by? Why do they play take me out to the ball game when you're already there? Speaking of baseball, why do they call them stands if you're supposed to sit down? Why do you put on a pair of underwear? Am I missing something? And why are Heckinger prices so low? Because I said so. And because Heckinger has 8-foot, 3-by-4 pressure-treated landscape timber for only $2.41. Get a gallon of Duron Finish 500 interior flat paint for just $10.77. And right now, get select Rubbermaid items for 25% off. Like a 45-gallon bruiser trash can or a rough tote storage container. It's just like Heckinger says, the low price keeps you coming back. Why do we carefully teach our kids how to walk and talk? Then later on, tell them to sit down and be quiet. You'll also get great low prices on Wiser, Stanley, Johnson, and Flecto at Heckinger and Heckinger Home Project Centers. Price is good through August 13th. And now, George Ferris Jr., Chairman and CEO of Ferris Baker Watts Incorporated. It really doesn't make sense to pay federal taxes on savings you have in banks when you could put your money in a tax-free fund. 
and have ready access to it whenever you wish and free checking for amounts of $100 or more. Ferris Baker Watts offers tax-free money market accounts managed by the professionals of the Reserve Fund, America's original money market fund. They invest exclusively in prime quality top-rated issues so you know your money will be safe and available when you want it. Call a Ferris Baker Watts investment executive for current yields and more information, including a prospectus. We keep our clients informed on investment opportunities because at Ferris Baker Watts, we want your business, we'll earn your trust. Call 1-800-247-7223. Ferris Baker Watts Incorporated. Member New York Stock Exchange, Civic. And now, another episode of Better Living Through Radio, courtesy of your Baltimore Ford dealers. When you hear this sound, that means 2.9% financing for 48 months. And when you hear this sound, it means $750 cash back. Now through September 5th, when you buy a new Ford F-Series, you can choose between... That's 2.9% financing or $750 cash back. So when you buy a new Ford F-Series now through September 5th, you have your choice of either... That's 2.9% financing or $750 cash back. Until next time, this is Better Living Through Radio, courtesy of your Baltimore Ford dealers. F-Series 4.9 liter manual transmission, regular cab models only. $750 cash back or 2.9% APR 48-month Ford credit financing equals $2,209 for $1,000 finance with 10% down. Dealer participation may affect savings. Qualified buyers must take new retail delivery from dealers 9394 F-Series stock from 8694 to 9594. Residency restrictions apply. See participating dealer for details. Stepping up to bat on the WDAL Radio Sports Weekend, it's the 71 ALCS between the non-striking Orioles and the non-striking Athletics. Now, back to this vintage game. Well, here we go now with the top of the sixth inning and leading off for the leading Oakland A's. They've got a bulge of 3-1. to one. It'll be Tommy Davis, Sal Bando, and Angel Manguel. Davis sky to center first inning, and he pulled a base hit between Brooks and Belanger to left in the fourth inning. Outside by McNally, ball one. Davis, Bando, and Manguel, and Oakland is on top three to one. McNally has been roughed up for six base hits in the first five innings. He's got the strike above the knees now, Tommy Davis. One ball and one He's struggling strike. now with Tommy Davis. Three balls and one strike. McNally rocks back, and here he comes, three and one. Here's a line drive right past the now. One skip back a second, gets away from Dave Johnson and rolls to the outfield grass. And there a charge to Johnson on the one-hop liner to the right of second base. It went by the mound, skipped to Johnson with one roll, and then went by him. And Johnson's been charged with an error. Davis, a base runner. Nobody out, and let's pause for station identification. This is the Oriole Baseball Network. World Series action here on Radio 11, WBAL in Baltimore, the city of champions, Flagtown, USA. The A's have a base runner with Tommy Davis on the arrow by Johnson leading at first base. McNally to Bando. High drive back into shallow left. Belanger ropping back inside the left field foul line. Belanger with a grab in shallow left field. Bando was jammed right down above the fist by McNally and sent a high popper into shallow left. Handled routine-wise by Belanger and Davis stays at first. And the batter will be Manguel. All he's done is triple over a run and double over another run. He had a three-bagger to play Bando in the second. He doubled to Tally Davis in the fourth. Now, Manguel, both times to the plate, has gone to the opposite field. He went to straightaway right, 
in the second inning and then went to the power alley in right center in the fourth inning. Davis, good lead at first base. Strike right to the belt now, Manguel. Manguel, during the regular season, had but one three-bagger. In his first trip today, he got the three-base hit. He finished the year batting at 286. Davis edges off his lead. He's held by Powell at first base. The pause, and they got him picked off in a throw to Powell. Powell runs Davis towards Belanger. And now Belanger runs him back, and Belanger tags him out. McNally has picked off Davis, who had good leads against him. First when Vanda was up, and now when Manguel was up. He threw to Powell. Powell raced him towards Belanger. Threw to Belanger in front of second base. Belanger ran him back halfway between second and first. Belanger made the tag. So Davis is off the bases, and now Dick Williams is complaining. To first base, some fire nap, I'm sure that McNally bought. Williams beat, listened to by Larry Knapp, and now Williams returns to the open dugout. Davis has been picked off. McNally to Powell to Belanger, who made the tag. So the bases are clean. McNally will now work full windup to Manguel. And he throws him his one-strike deal. He hits a foul down the right field side. Here's Frank Robinson running to the foul line, at the foul line, and he can't get to it. It's in the seats. A two-strike count to Manguel. For the third time now in the ball game, Dave Leonard is warning. Leonard warning in the Oriole bullpen. There is a bit of a wind here today, and the wind is blowing directly across the outfield, blowing from the right field to the left field corner. Two gone. The windup in McNally's next delivery. Is strike three inside corner between the knees and the belt of Manguel. That gives McNally his third, his fourth strikeout. And at the end of five and a half innings, open three, Baltimore one. Hi, I'm Cal Ripken. The milk people asked me to come up with a list of things I really like with milk. Okay. Cereal. That one's pretty obvious. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Plain peanut butter sandwich. Plain jelly sandwich. Cookies. These are good for dipping in milk. Chocolate chip, oatmeal, oatmeal raisin, oatmeal cinnamon raisin. Those famous cookies, you know, with the cream inside. Pork chops. Don't dip those. I'm in a new section now. Hot dogs, apple pie, fondue. That's where you get your little spear. You spear in a piece of bread and dip it in melted cheese. And cheese is made with milk, so it's really milk with milk. Potatoes, all pies, all cakes, including birthday. Cornbread, quiche. I admit it, I do eat quiche, but only with milk. Tacos, spaghetti, cheeky, oh, chili. Can't read my own writing. Breadsticks, lasagna, and I'm taking some poetic license here, but these things go with milk, too. Sunsets, summer afternoons, warm puppies. Okay, who wrote on my list? Milk. Oh, low fat or not fat? It does the body good. Okay, should I go on to page two? Fred Manfrey here to tell you about the great opportunities Russell Toyota is offering you. Lease a brand new equipped 1994 Russell Toyota Camry for $199 per month for just 36 months. Payment excludes tax, tags, freight, first month payment, security deposit, and 10% cap cost reduction. Up to 45,000 miles, 10 cents per mile over based on availability. Or take advantage of Russell Toyota's one payment 24-month Toyota Touch Lease Program. And you can be driving a fully loaded 1994 Camry 4-door LE for $7,990. 
You heard me correct. A 1994 loaded Camry for $7,990 by taking advantage of Russell Toyota's one-payment 24-month Toyota Touch Lease Program. Stop by Russell Toyota for further details. Russell Toyota has the deal to get you into a 1994 Toyota because only Russell Toyota sells and leases for less. Russell Toyota is conveniently located one and a half miles off Beltway Exit 15B at 6700 Baltimore National Pike, Route 40 West. A sports fan named the best field to be in for making money right now. Hmm, left field? Wrong. I know, I know. Right field. Nope, the real estate field. Oh, trick question. The real estate market's booming right now. You're saying I could make more money as a real estate agent than playing left field for a major league team? No, I'm saying you haven't got the arm for left field. Uh-huh. And yes, if you're with Century 21, you are with a major league team. Come on. Really? As an agent for Century 21, your financial success is limited only to your own entrepreneurial efforts, like being in business for yourself. Yeah, so to speak, but with Century 21, you're joining a team of over 75,000 agents worldwide, backed by the most comprehensive training program in the industry. Well, what's that got to do with baseball? Well, Century 21, 75 Maryland offices are looking for experienced, qualified agents right now to join the team that's most outstanding in their field. Century 21? Good answer. For more information on becoming a Century 21 sales associate, call 1-800-GOLD-C-21 or your local Century 21 office today. Each office is independently owned and operated. An equal opportunity employer. Hey, the only strike you'll hear today is when the umpire calls it. You're listening to a vintage broadcast of the 71 ALCS featuring the O's and the Athletics on the WBAO Radio Sports Weekend. Well, what's coming up in the bottom of the sixth inning? The leadoff spot is starting it off. Paul Blair. Then Dave Johnson and Merv Rettman. Bird's bat began to explode a bit two innings ago on Johnson's double and Rettman's double. And that's how the Orioles have their only run at the expense of Ida Blue, who starts to work in the bottom of the sixth inning with a lead of 3-1. Third baseman Bando comes up even with a sack at third and right back of the grass. Blair struck out his last trip against Blue in the third. He flied to center in the first inning. Blue to Blair. Swing and a miss, strike one. Johnson will cut next here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Blue reaches in the glove, kicks and deals on one. He backs Blair away. One ball and one strike. Deep man in the A's outfield is center fielder Manguel. 1-1 delivery. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes to Blair. Bando stays right with the bag at third base and just inside the foul line. Blues one-two pitch to Paul. High, two balls and two strikes. Last trip in the third inning, Blair was going after and seeing a lot of shoulder high fastballs from Blue. Blue now just fingers up on that rosin bag and slams it back behind the rubber. Blue to his motion, his 2-2 delivery. Inside, 3-2 and two to Blair. Just for a brief moment, uh, Blue turns his back at home plate. He thought he had strike three on that uh, inside corner. Letter high pitch to Blair. 
count is three balls and two strikes. The motion by Blue. Kicks and deals. Here's a high drive into right center, playable by Reggie Jackson. He's waving off Manguel, and it's Reggie Jackson in right center. Jackson retires Blair, and there's one away in the Oriole half of the sixth inning. Here's Johnson's uh, batting again now, and his two-bagger pulled uh, to the left field corner. His two-bagger in the fourth inning started the Oriole rally, and he came romping right home on Redmond's two-bagger to right field. Johnson has popped up, doubled, and scored. Johnson, just a story of the complete consistency with the bat the last three seasons. 280 in 1969, 281 last year, 282 this year. Swing and a foul comes off the foot now, Johnson. One strike to Davey J. Rettman will be cutting next. The A's outfield uh, playing to Johnson just about the same way it did to Blair. Rudy and left, Manguel straight away center. A bit to right center is Jackson. Backing off deeper at third now is Sal Bando. Blue with a lead of three to one. In he comes 0-1. Swing and a miss. He's got Johnson down 0-2. Duncan now sets low with a two-strike target. Here's a ground ball back of second base. Backhanded by Green. His toss is in time to get Johnson by a step. Well, a play that some fellows might have not played routine-wise, uh, Dick Green did. He went back of the bag, went the backhand route to pick it up, and then toss out Johnson with an underhand flip to Tommy Davis. Johnson becomes the second out. And here's Rettman, who has driven over the only Oriole tally. Rettman fanned on a 3-2 pitch in the first inning. Then he faced Blue with Johnson at second base in the fourth inning and drove over Johnson with a two-dagger. One gone, now two gone in the bottom of the sixth inning. Blue did not give up a base knock in the first three innings. Has chalked up six strikeouts in five and two-third innings. Blue's first pitch on the way to Redmond. Low for a ball, 1-0. Bando at third base playing much wider away from the line than he did against Johnson. And Campanera shades strongly to his glove side against Rettman. They're playing Merv to hit the ball directly up the middle. Blue to Merv 1-0. He pulls the string on a breaking ball and zips it in for the strike. One ball and one strike to Rettman. Redman back to that rear restraining line, closing his stance slightly on the 1-1 deal. It's a strike on the inside edge to his knees. Hank Soar is calling balls and strikes. Six umpires work this ball game. The rest of the infield umpires, Larry Knapp, Lou Demura, and Jake O'Donnell, the foul line umpires, Ron Luciano down and left, and Bill Kunkel down to right. Two out bases empty. Blue ahead. One and two. Here's a half-swing foul back to the seats to our right. The Orioles had to wait until one was gone in the third inning to get a base runner as Blue had set down the first seven. Then they had to wait to the fourth inning before they got their first base hit. They got all three of their hits and the run in the fourth inning. Since that time, Blue has retired Brooks, Andy, Belanger, McNally, Blair, and Johnson in order. 
He's one and two again to Retma. Here's a foul on the ground, and it bounces right into the open dugout. Rettenmund was jammed, let her high, got a late swing, and a ground foul into Oakland's first base dugout. So Blue and Merv continue their one and two battle. They had quite a battle on three two pitches back in the first inning. Blue coming back again. One and two. Here's a foul towards the Oakland dugout and drops in the seats. For those of you that uh, may not have heard uh, this news during our Oriole broadcast in the month of September, or perhaps uh, did not read about it in your local newspapers uh, all along our Oriole radio network, the Orioles were followed the entire month of September and were scouted uh, for Oakland by the former Tiger manager, Mayo Smith. The one-two deal again to Merv. Strike three, it gets the knees. And Redmond annoyed with a call by Hank Sword to retire the side. Blue now with seven strikeouts at the end of six innings. Oakland three, Baltimore one. With a family to worry about, I've learned to appreciate the importance of safety. I mean, I used to look at cars with ragtops. Now I look for ones with airbags. Nowadays, it pays to be safe. When I told my neighbor that, she just laughed and said, don't complain, and that's going to save your life. Not to mention money on your insurance. That's why Nationwide offers safety discounts. So I figured that was worth a call to Kim, my Nationwide insurance agent. We can save you money on your auto insurance. She said I could get discounts for a lot of things. And on your homeowner's insurance. Even for the smoke alarms and fire extinguishers in my house. So call your Nationwide insurance agent. You know, I like the idea of saving money. And ask about our safety discounts. Because when the kids grow up, <laughs> I'm buying myself a sporty little convertible. The CD player and, oh uh, yeah, an airbag. Nationwide is on your side. Hey, you. Play the new Scratch baseball game from the Maryland Lottery. And you could win a commemorative baseball t-shirt. Commemorative. Yes, the compliment to every collection. This 100% cotton beauty is suitable for framing and complete with neck tag instructions such as machine wash. Humble dry. We have thousands of uses. Wear it to a ball game and point to the four-color picture of Camden Yards and the shirt and yell out, I am here. Bill Mustard on it. Soak it in cold water. Just collect five tickets for the t-shirt in the bonus area and send them in. You'll have your new t-shirt in no time. Impress your friends. Pull your enemies. Whip it around your head to show extreme excitement. See your Maryland lottery agent today so you can win a commemorative baseball t-shirt. It's really Never! 
Sixth Amendment was passed, and the French Connection was named Best Picture. You're listening to the Strike 371 ALCS on Radio 11 WBAL. Well, the six-inning totals now as we wait for the A's to bat in the top of the seventh inning. Three runs, six hits, no errors for the leading A's. A run, three hits, one error for the trailing birds. And in the Oakland seventh, catcher Duncan, second baseman Green, and pitcher Blue. Duncan doubled and knocked over an A's run in the second inning. He bounced out third to first in the fourth inning. Duncan, the right-hand batting, number seven man in the Oakland order. All right, McNally starts his work in the top of the seventh inning, and he's outside low to Dave Duncan. One ball and no strikes. Oakland had an early advantage in this season series against Baltimore. The A's won four of the first six played, and the Orioles wrapped up the series by taking the last five in a row. McNally's changeup, line, left field, base hit, run down by Rettenmud. Duncan timed the McNally changeup perfectly and has his second base hit of the afternoon. It is the first hit off McNally since the fourth. Duncan's on a two-for-three day. Seven hits now for the Oakland Ball Club, and the batter is Dick Green. He laid down a sacrifice bunt, was tossed down on the bunt by McNally in the second, then was intentionally walked with first base open, two out, and Mangual, the runner, at second base in the fourth inning. Duncan, short lead at first base. Inside low, and Echebarren diving to one knee to save it. 1-0, the right-hand swings of Dick Green, and that's going to get the Oriole bullpen active again. It's been active three times today, twice with Leonard and Jackson, the last time only with Leonard. Duncan just had the leadoff base smash to left to start the top of the seventh. The pause to the belt now by McNally. Working 1-0. Here's a ground ball to Belanger at short, to Johnson 1, to Powell, double play. Belanger, Johnson, Powell, double up Duncan, the base runner, and Green, the batter. Well, for the third time, uh, the Orioles double-teaming reliefers in the bullpen. They've got Jackson up again along with Leonard. And now to Vida Blue. Struck out swinging against McNally in the second, then admired strike three in the fourth inning. And Blue swings the bat just as he throws. Two gone, top of the seventh inning. Full wind-up by McNally. Here's a foul. Back to the seat, strike one. A's have seven hits off McNally. They're a big frame, a three-hit, two-run second. Dave ahead of Blue with the 0-1 pitch. Low outside. One ball, one strike. Oakland's bullpen all during this ball game out there in uh, right field has just been sitting back. A 1-1. Swing and a miss by Vida. 1-2. Scheduled starters tomorrow in the 115 contest. Mike Cuellar against Oakland's Catfish Hunter. With two out, the bases empty. Struck out swinging against McNally in the second. Then admired strike three in the fourth inning. And Blue swings the bat just as he throws. Two gone, top of the seventh inning. Full wind up by McNally. Here's a foul. Back to the seat, strike one. A's have seven hits off McNally. They're a big frame, a three hit, two run second. Dave ahead of Blue with the 0 1 pitch. Low outside. One ball, one strike. 
Oakland's bullpen, all during this ball game, out there in the right field, has just been sitting back. A 1-1. Swing and a miss by Vida. 1-2. Scheduled starters tomorrow in the 115 contest, Mike Cuellar against Oakland's Catfish Hunter. With two out, the bases empty. Blue swings and strikes up, and he now has fanned three straight times. McNally has five strikeouts, and at the end of six and a half innings, it's Oakland three, Baltimore one. We're here in Baltimore to discover why some people buy Utz potato chips over the national favorite Lay's potato chips. Representing Utz is Earl. So tell us, Earl, what is it you dislike about Lay's? Nothing. I just don't like new things. But uh, Lay's are new. I don't like things made after 1911. Well, you're really missing out on that great Lay's taste. See my lighter? Two sticks rubbed together. Uh, yeah, but Lay's... My lunch? Leftovers. Uh-huh. From 1903. Uh, fine, but, but Lay's... I wash my clothes once a week. Ah, that's not so unusual. With a stone by the edge of the river. Okay, but at least you'll admit that if you were going to state a preference, you'd say Lay's taste better than nuts. Well, mm-hmm. sure they do. I just don't like them. Because Lay's are you? That's right. Well, I gotta be getting home. You want to ride? Uh, where's your car? Oh, why'd I ask? Here we Lay's is winning lots of taste tests lately. But see for yourself. Look for the Lay's Challenge booth in your area. Hey, you don't become America's best-selling potato chip without winning a lot of local taste buds. Return to the city of Baltimore at McCafferty's Restaurant in Mount Washington. Quality service, fine food, fair prices, and the option to dress casually places McCafferty's in a superior category all to its own. McCafferty's, one of the only restaurants in the country serving USDA prime beef and lamb, direct from its family ranch in Montana, a tradition there since 1887. McCafferty's requests the pleasure of your company this Sunday and every Sunday for dinner, featuring the Zim Zimmerell Big Band Sound. For reservations, call 664-2200, 664-2200. McCafferty's, quality, richness, and tradition. In 1971, Vita Blue won the MVP in Cy Young Awards. The Orioles' Dave McNally went 21-5, and five, and the Pirates' Willie Stargell hit 48 figures. You're listening to the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's on Radio 11 WBAL. Well, seven strikeouts. Vida Blue with a 3-1, three-hit lead in the bottom of the seventh inning. He has power-pitched his way to strike out Frank Robinson twice. And he leads off against Frank Robinson in the bottom of the seventh inning. He fanned Frank in the second, struck him out in the fourth. Frank Robinson, Boog Powell, and Brooks Robinson. The A's lead two runs at 3-1. to one. It's been that way since the bottom of the fourth inning, and here we go with the home half of the seventh. Outside, Frank. A little bit of stirring, and I believe for the first time we might have activity beginning the Oakland bullpen. A couple of fellows beginning to rise and move out. Blue winds. He's going to gun in the 1-0 pitch. He changes up, and here's a foul on the ground outside the Oriole dugout. 
who has thrown that change of the hits a little bit more these last two innings after power pitching his way with hard-breaking stuff and good fastballs through the first five innings. He's one ball, one strike to Frank Robinson. Mudcat Grant just beginning to rise in the Oakland bullpen, but Mudcat is not throwing out there. The duel now is blue to Frank Robinson. 1-1 pitch, low and away. Two balls and one strike. Deep left is the Oakland left fielder, Joe Rudy. Also fairly deep to center is Manguel. Vida Blue begins his motion. Here's his two-on offering. Swing and a foul tip out of Duncan's mitt. Two balls and two strikes. Eddie Watts starts to loosen up in the Oriole bullpen. That's the first time he's been up today. Frank Robinson beginning the bottom of the seventh inning. Vida Blues, two-tour. Here it is to Frank. High, three and two with Powell to follow. Oakland three, the Birds one, bottom of the seventh inning. Blue has limited Baltimore to three base hits, all coming in the fourth inning. His 3-2 deal to Frank is ball four. So Frank's a base runner for the first time. That is by the Blues' second walk. He passed Belanger with one gun in the third. He now walks Frank to start the bottom of the seventh inning. That's the second time, only the second time, the Orioles have had a leadoff man aboard. They got Johnson aboard to lead off the bottom of the fourth inning, and Johnson scored after his two-bagger, followed by Rettman's double. Here's Boo. He slammed a base hit to right in the fourth. Struck out against Blue in the second. Now activity does begin in earnest in the Oakland bullpen. They've got a left-hander and a right-hander firing. Frank Robinson leads at first base, and Davis holds him on. Blue gives Frank Robinson a look. Burks Powell. Swing and a miss. He was thrown high and above the shoulder. The left-hander for Oakland is Darrell Knowles. The right-hander is Roly Fingers. Powell's at a one-strike count against Vida Blue. Duncan and Powell just slowing things down a bit for Blue. Duncan had stepped to home plate to bark something out, and Powell had stepped out. Craig Robinson now scratching his lead at first base. There's nobody gone in the bottom of the seventh inning. Oakland's lead is 3-1. to one. With the pitch to Powell, Boob taking low. One ball and one strike. did average a strikeout an inning in the first half of the year when he picked up 17 wins and only three defeats. His inning strikeout ratio dropped a bit over the second half. The 1-1 to Boog. It's a strike. Boog began to go and then the strike was ripped up by Hank Soar. One ball and two strikes. Earl Weaver standing at the near corner of the Oriole third base dugout, barking out to plate umpire Hank Soar. Blue looking at Frank Robinson's lead. One and two to Powell. Swing and a miss. He strikes him out for the second time in the ballgame. Blue gets eight strikeouts now. 
One gone, bottom of the seventh, and Brooks Robinson. Brooks was out on a half-swing ground ball to blew at the mound in the second inning. With Powell at first, with Rettmund at third, and one out in the fourth inning, Brooks pulled a ground ball to Bando at third, and Bando turned into a double play. It's Fingers and Knowles, right-hander and left-hander, still at work in the Oakland bullpen. And Watt continuing to throw in the Oriole bullpen. One on, one gun. Brooks is hitless in his first two trips against Ida Blue. His set and his pitch to Brooks. Fanned out and missed 0-1. Oh is not flying Brooks Robinson to pull. Bando guarding the third base foul line fairly tight. Here's a ground ball wide of third and by Bando. And a run down by Rudy to second base is Frank Robinson. Against Brooks here in the seventh, Bando is fairly tight to the foul line. Brooks hit a ground smash to Bando's glove side and by him for a base hit to left. So at the moment with one out, the Orioles have the tie run at first base with Brooks Robinson trailing three to one. They've got Frank at second base ahead of Brooks, and they're going to bat Andy Echeverin against Blue. That's the first Oriole base hit since the fourth inning. The Birds now have four hits to go with their one run, and trailing three to one on the board. Echeverin has fly to left, fly to right. Dick Green moves in a bit towards second base and just to the first base side now of second, he barks to Blue, reminding Blue about Frank Robinson. Davis at first will not hold on Brooks. Blue checking with Duncan. Now sets to watch the runners. Delivers Andy. Here's a high drive to right field. Backing up is Jackson in there. Frank Robinson tags at second. Jackson with the catch. Frank going to third. The throw to third. Not in time. And Frank Robinson clear. Echeverin skies to Jackson. A little bit deeper than medium right, but not really deep right. And Frank tagged at second and raced to third after the catch by Jackson for the second out. Brooks stays at first base. So second base is open. Here in the seventh, Frank Robinson worked against Blue and drew a walk. Then Blue reached back and struck out Powell for his eighth strikeout. Brooks Robinson bounced a base hit by the glove side of the third baseman, Bando, advancing Frank to second. Frank has just moved to third on the fly ball by Echeverin to right. Runners are at the corners. Perch there with two gone. have brought out Moten. Moten's in the on-deck area for McNally. Runners, third and first, two gone. Belanger hits a foul right back under the booth and strike one. Against Blue, the blade walked in the third, struck out against Blue in the fifth. Left-hander Knowles, right-hander Fingers, they continue to fire in the open bullpen. It's the first time the A's pen has been at work today. Two runners at the corners in lead. The 0-1 to Belanger. Line drive, base hit, center field. Frank Robinson scores to make it 3-2. Brooks goes to second. 
hot liner right up the middle, and now it's a one-run difference in the ball game. Oakland three, Baltimore two, Moten will bat for McNally. Pause for station identification before Moten bats. This is the Baltimore Orioles Baseball Network. Listen to all the action of the 1971 World Series here on Radio 11, WBAL in Baltimore, the city of champions. Orioles now down by just one. They were down 2 nothing after two. They were down 3 nothing after three and a half. They were down 3-1 after 4. They're now down 3-2 and still batting in the bottom of the 7th inning. Moten has been announced. Moten will swing for McNally. Two Oriole runners aboard. The tie runners at second base with Brooks Robinson. The go-aheader at first base with Belanger. Moten takes high from Vita Blue. And Moten has asked plate umpire Soar to check the ball being used by Blue. Belanger has the advantage of a long lead at first base. Davis playing back and not holding. Shorter lead by Brooks Robinson off second. Left-hander Blue to the right-hand cuts to Moten. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Moten cutting for McNally. The birds trailing three to two. On the one-one to Cuz. It's low and tight. Two balls and one strike. Here in the seventh, a walk to Frank Robinson, then a foul strikeout. A base hit by Brooks Robinson. A fly ball by Echeverin to right, advance Frank to third. And a line single up the middle by Belanger, plating Frank from third base. Belanger off first, double-checking where Davis is playing deep behind him. Brooks Robinson looks at the shortstop down the second baseman green as he edges off second. The count is two balls and one strike to Moten with two on and two out. The next blue pitch. Low inside, three and one. Three balls, one strike to Moten. Well, maybe you're thinking about game two of the 1969 American League Championship Series in which Moten played a big part with a base hit off Paranowski. Three and one pitch to Moten. Line drive, base hit, left field. Brooks around third, will tie it up. Belanger's coming to third. Belanger's being held up into second with a double is Moten. Moten batting for McNally. Doubles to the left field corner to score Brooks. And let's start all over it. 3-3. second base, it looked like he might have pulled a muscle, and Palmer's going to run for Moten. Moten now is being cheered and applauded as he returns to the dugout, and listen to it.
Davis making the announcement over the Memorial Stadium public address system of Palmer running for Moten, who just batted for McNally and doubled over the tie run after Belanger had uh, singled up the middle to score Frank Robinson and get the birds to within one run. Palmer runs for Moten. So Palmer's at second, Belanger's at third, and Blair's up in a 3-3 seventh inning first game American League Championship Series tie. Blair has been handcuffed in three trips. Blair has flied to center, fanned and flied to right. And now Pando and Campaneris have called time to decide how to play against Blair. Blair is batting with two out. Bando plays Blair wide of third and right to the grass. Palmer running from Oden off second. Belanger escapes off third with two out. The winding blue to Blair. Strike is called. He put it in between the knees and the belt to the outside edge of the plate. Blair waiting the one striker. Here it is. It's inside above the belt. One ball and one strike. The two Oriole runs here in the seventh inning. They've come home after two rounds. On Belanger's single and Moten's pinch hit two back. 1-1 to Blair. Here's a foul right back towards the booth. It's one ball and two strikes. go-ahead run is at third with Belanger. Halfway home, back of Belanger is Palmer running for Moten. Palmer, as he leads off second, looks to second baseman Green. Campanaris cut to the hole. Belanger ducks off third on the 1-2. Blair fouls it off with a late cut. Blair was thrown letter high to the outside corner, took a defensive and protective swing to get a piece of that blue pitch. Three hits this inning, plus a walk, and two runs and a 3-3 seventh inning deadline. Blue head shaking to Duncan. Now he likes something. One and two to Blair. Here's a foul over the boot. Blue, despite giving up three base hits and the run in the fourth inning, was in strong control because as you look through the first six innings, in four of the first six innings, Blue faced only three men. In other words, set down the side in order. Birds have picked on him and tied it up here in the seventh. Blair on the one-two pitch, the two runners lead. Here's a pop foul coming back and out of play. Belanger at third base. Palmer running for Moulton, back of him at second base. The power pitching... Of left-handed, youthful sensation by the blue. Had the A's ahead, 3-1 to one in the bottom of the seventh, but no longer. It's a 3-3 three, tie. Three one ball, two strikes to Blair. Belanger off third. Palmer off second. The next delivery. Ground ball, base hit. Left field. Belanger comes home. Here's Palmer coming home. Players on his way for two. He's five. He's safe with a two-bagger. And the Orioles lead 5-3. to three. Just pulled a smoking ground shot. 
Fandel didn't have a chance to get it near the foul line. The ground double by Blair. Waits for Landry with a go-ahead run. Waits Palmer with a pad run. Baltimore 5, Oakland 3. In a four-run third seventh inning, and here's Johnson, the eighth man to bat. Two RBIs on a two-bagger by Blair. Johnson taking high, ball one. Blair halfway home with two out. The 1-0 to Davy J. Inside with a breaking ball, so Blue is behind. Two balls and no strikes. In only one inning, really only one inning, before this bottom of the seventh, did this crowd here in Baltimore of about 40,000 really live enough, and that was in the fourth inning when the Orioles got their run. And now it's really livened up here in the seventh with four. The 2-0 to Johnson. Here's a ground ball at second baseman Green. Green digs it out, throws out Johnson, and that's all for the seventh inning. Give the Orioles four runs with four hits. And at the end of seven innings of play, Baltimore five, Oakland three. Hey, I'm back calling people on their car phones, reminding them to change their oil at Jiffy Lube. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, uh, can you hear me? I just got to hear you. Who's this? This is, this is Oscar. Hey, Oscar, how you doing? What kind of car are you sitting in? A Ford. And uh, when you need that uh, oil changed, Oscar, where do you go? Lube it. do. What do you like about them? The quality. They're very good. Now, what do they do to your car exactly? Well, they uh, change it all, check the brake fluid, lubricate, do it all. You ever had them install an air filter or replace the air filter? Air filter. need air filter, they install air filter. The differential fluid. Uh, differential. Fluid right. Radiator service, air conditioning. It's fast, too, isn't it? It's fast. They did a beautiful job. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? It's a beautiful place. You know, Oscar, everything is beautiful in its own way. Uh-huh. Air conditioning recharge now available at many Jiffy Loop stores. Call for details. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I'm here at the Bank of Baltimore getting my car loan repaired. And this is Teresa. She's working on refinancing my car right now. Hi, Teresa. Hi. My car loan's really out of alignment, isn't it? Well, it's in bad shape. Uh, yeah, well, it's a 90, and I haven't changed the interest rate since I bought it. That's probably way too long, huh? It sure is. Now, I see you have my loan figures hooked up to this machine here. Now, what is this? This is a computer. Uh-huh, a computer now. And what is that saying? Well, your old loan was around 12.5%. 12.5, is that bad? Oh, yeah, yeah, it should be running between 8 and 9 percent, maybe lower. Oh, boy, I'm sure glad I came in. That can save me what? Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars? Oh, yeah. Just like that? Just like that. Wow, okay, there you have it. So why put it off? Come into your nearest bank of Baltimore for auto refinancing. Great rates, limited time only. You can even do this by phone, can't you, Teresa? Sure can. See? So call 1-800-438-8549 to apply or for all the details. Uh, anything you want to add there, Teresa? Uh, some restrictions apply. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. Wow, this gal's a pro, isn't she? And Pontiac GMC truck is having their earliest model year end cleanup sale in history. Why? They've got to make room for construction equipment and materials being used to expand Penn Pontiac GMC truck's new showroom. If you're looking for the most car for your money, you must stop by Penn Pontiac GMC truck at Canaan North Point Boulevard. You'll find Grand Ams marked down for thousands less than comparably equipped Accords or Ultimate. Bonnevilles for over $10,000 less than Lexus ES300S, including anti-lock brakes, dual airbags, and power windows, and Sunbirds marked down over 
$1,000 less than comparably equipped Hondas. And there's lots more. Your new Penn Pontiac comes with roadside assistance 24 hours a day, courtesy transportation, and no deductible warranty. Come see Penn Pontiac GMC truck for peace of mind before, during, and after the sale since 1926. Penn Pontiac GMC truck, conveniently located just off I-95, Eastern Avenue exit 59 at Kane and North Point Boulevard. The Cubbies, Ferguson Jenkins wins the Cy Young Award. Willie Mays scores his 1,950th run. Antonio Oliva hits 337. You're listening to the 71 ALTS between the O's and the A's on Radio 11 WBAL. Well, coming on now to try to hold on to this 5-3 Oriole lead and replacing Dave McDally. It will be the right-handed ace, the short ace of the Oriole bullpen, right-hander Eddie Watt. He'll go against the head of the order. Campanaris, Rudy, and Jackson in the Oakland eighth inning. Eddie Watt, who topped the Oriole bullpen this year with 11 saves. He and Pete Rickard tied for the highest number of relief appearances, 35. And that was for a starting Baltimore staff, which had 71 complete games. Eddie Watt, incidentally, was the final pitcher in the season's closing game. As he shut out the Red Sox with one hit the final two innings, he got the save in that ball game for Grant Jackson's 1-0 victory. Watts' relief victories this year, he had three of them, came against Kansas City, Milwaukee, and Cleveland. His defeat out of the bullpen the 1st of July, the defeat suffered at the hands of the Indians. Through 39-plus innings of relief, Watt comes on after a regular season of three wins and one defeat to try to hold on to this 5-3 lead. Before the Orioles really banged away effectively in the bottom of the seventh inning, banged away to score the runs, Blue had fanned eight men in six and a third innings. That's when he fanned Powell following the Frank Robinson walk. Then the bombardment began. A Brooks Robinson single, a Belanger hit, a Moulton pinch hit two-bagger, and a Blair two-run two-bagger. Campanaris to Eddie Watts pitching. He's bounced to short, glide to right, and bounced to short. That was against McNally. Now Watt winds to the belt. He comes inside to Campanaris. Dick Hall is working in the Oriole bullpen as Watt works to Campanaris. Here's a ground ball base hit down the left field foul line. Campanaris will try for two as the carom is played off the box seat railing and left by Retma. So Campanaris comes right back for the A's now as he picks on Watts' delivery for a ground double. Eight hits. Eight hits for the A's. They had seven off McNally in seven innings. And Joe Rudy is coming up. Jackson's the on-deck man. Jackson has doubled, flied out, and lined up. Uh, Rudy, rather, has uh, doubled, flied out, and lined up. Rudy is one for three. Campanaris at second base here in the Oakland eighth and a five to three Oriole lead. Watt looks back to the lead of Campanaris, delivers Rudy. Slider low. Right-hander Hall, right-hander Dukes, left-hander Rickard. So triple activity in the Baltimore bullpen in the top of the eighth. Rudy out of a closed stance. Tall, right-hand batter, waiting for a watch set. 
to the belt, 1-0. and Here's a line drive, one skip, pulled down by Johnson. Going to third, Campanaris as Johnson throws out Rudy from the right side of the infield. Rudy on a lining one hopper goes out Johnson to Powell. With one gone, Campanaris has raised from second to third, and here's Reggie Jackson. Roly Fingers, the Oakland uh, right-handed reliever, who was warming in the bottom of the seventh, now heating again in the Oakland pen in the top of the eighth. Rudy becomes out number one. Jackson went hitless against McNally. Sky to left, bounced to third. McNally fanned him in the fifth. Watt to Jackson. Snaps it low, ball one. Jackson finished the year 277. 32 homers, 80 runs batted in. Watts wind up after looking to third. Breaking ball popped up. Second baseman Johnson drifting to the outfield grass. Blair coming in. Blair makes the catch. Campanaris bluffs running in from third. And Blair throws right home, cut off by Powell. Had Campanaris come home, he might have been dead duck. Because Blair threw right to the plate. And between the plate and the mound, it was cut off by Powell. So Jackson skies to shallow right center. And Blair made the catch as he called off Johnson. Two are gone. And here's Tommy Davis. The birds keep that three-way action going in their bullpen. The right-handers, Hall and Duke, draped around Rickard. Tommy Davis on a one-for-three afternoon. He was also safe on an error by second baseman Johnson in the sixth inning and then was picked off by McNally. This is Watt in relief in the top of the eighth inning. Campanaris off third. Bluffs running down the line. Here's a broken bat ground ball right back to the mound. Watt throws out Davis. In the top of the eighth, after seven and a half innings, Baltimore five, Oakland three. In the course of human events, it sometimes becomes necessary for a person to change their course. And instead of commuting across town to work, commute across America to a meeting, or indulge in the pursuit of happiness and soar the spacious skies to purple mountains majesty, or from sea to shining sea. It is then that the freedom to fly where you want, when you want, becomes so important. And U.S. Air so appealing. U.S. Air and U.S. Air Express fly nonstop to more places from Baltimore than any other airline, giving you the liberty to travel in the east from Maine to Florida, all across the Amber Way, and to the West Coast. So as you travel the land of opportunity, remember, U.S. Air gives you the most opportunity to land where you want. When you're ready to unwind and have some fun in the sun, take advantage of U.S. Air's convenient non-stop service to Bermuda and St. Thomas, or our one-stop service to Grand Cayman. Call today for details. If you're like most people, you don't mind being surprised. Like being surprised around the holidays with the gift you never thought you'd get. Or a surprise birthday party. But when it comes to getting a new muffler system, nobody likes surprises. Which is why Speedy is announcing the No Surprises Exhaust System Sale. For a limited time, you get a complete exhaust system from the converter back. Parts, labor, and a lifetime guaranteed muffler for one low price. And just how low is that price? Well, for compact cars, it's $94.95. For mid-size cars, it's $114.95. For full-size cars, $134.95. And for import cars, it's $149.95. So if you need a new muffler, but you really don't need surprises, why not take advantage of Speedy's No Surprises Exhaust System Sale? You see, at Speedy, we're working to earn your trust. 
Limited time offer. Certain model years require a resonator and or flex pipe at $29.95. See manager for vehicles covered. Offer good at participating locations only. Madam Cassandra, what do you see in my future? Oh, I see a man. A man? Really? Yes. Is he strong? Yes, strong. Dependable? Yes, and hardworking. Oh, Madam Cassandra, when will I meet this man? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? He's replacing your old air conditioner. My air conditioner? It's about to go kapoop. Kapoop? But I see some good news. He's replacing it with an efficient, reliable unit from train. Oh, a train air conditioner. Well, that's wonderful. Yes, but there's some bad news. After tomorrow, you may never see him again. Never? Honey, he is installing a train. Call Allied Phillips Incorporated, your authorized train dealer today, to learn more about the installation of a high-efficiency train air conditioning or heat pump system. Call Allied Phillips at 391-6110. That's 391-6110. We're striking back as the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend has your baseball fix. You're listening to the Orioles and the Oakland A's and a battle for the 1971 ALCS crown. Well, back on the 29th of July, and maybe you remember it, back on the 29th of July, the Orioles were convinced, convinced they would have a crowd in excess of 40,000 to watch Vita Blue go against Jim Palmer. A game that had Vita Blue worked, he was going to go after his 20th win. But after waiting uh, for the rain to stop and waiting until 9 o'clock on that 29th day of July, that game was rained out. So, Oriole fans and people around Maryland and our neighboring states of Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, they waited uh, today for Vita Blue again. And Blue had strong efforts in the early part of the ball game. Gave up a run to the Orioles in the bottom of the fourth inning and then gave up four more last inning. And Vida Blue is no longer around because Dick Williams has gone to his bullpen and he's come on with one of his good short relief men, right-hander Roly Fingers, to pitch in the bottom of the eighth inning. And it's Fingers first of all against Merv Rettman. So Blue works seven innings, just as he did last Sunday against Milwaukee. But today against the Orioles gives up five runs and seven hits. Fingers with a low deal to Retina. Fingers won four, lost six. He had 17 saves, however, during the regular season. 1-0, fly ball, center field. Manguel backing in there, waiting. He's got it measured, and Manguel for the put out. Rettenlund is out number one in the bottom of the eighth inning. Here is Frank Robinson, and Roly Fingers remembers Frank Robinson extremely well because it was Fingers on one pitch in a ball game in this park when Oakland had a 2-0 lead. He gave up a three-run homer in the ninth inning to Frank Robinson. He snaps it in for a belt-high strike. Frank against Blue, struck out in the second, in the fourth again, walked and scored a run in the four-run set. One gun, bases empty in the Oriole eighth inning, the one-strike delivery. Fanned out and missed by Frank, 0-2. Orioles five in the open days, three, with one gun and the bases empty in the lower half of the eighth inning. Tall, slender right-hander fingers, rocks back, delivers, way outside. One ball and two strikes. 
home run by Frank Truly might have been his biggest clutch wallop of the season. Of course, his biggest wallop was the home run number 500 of his career. Fingers, one chewing Frank Robinson with one gone. Swings and strikes out. That's the third time Frank has stand today. He tried to check the swing, but did not check it in time. So Oakland pitching has nine strikeouts, eight by blue, and number one now for relief for Fingers. And here's Powell. Band against Blue in the second, single to right in the fourth, and Blue struck him out in the seventh. Now he'll look at right-hand pitching for the first time today. Fingers nods okay to Duncan. His deal to Powell, right down the middle, strike one. Two gone on the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Orioles, who jumped on Blue to get four runs last inning, are ahead on the ball game five to three. Fingers kicks and deals. Boo going one. Here's a high pop-up foul and out of play. Two strikes to Boo. If Powell can deliver with something here in the eighth inning with two out, Brooks Robinson would get his turn also. It's five runs, seven hits for Baltimore. It's three runs, eight hits for Oakland. Now in the Oakland ninth, the two batters, Bando, Manguel, and Duncan. All are right-hand swingers. Fingers coming in, 0-2, with a change-up outside. He pulled the string, one ball, two strikes. Fingers at the top, 1-2. Here's a high drive, left center field. Rudy coming over and now in to left center. And Rudy for the third out. And that will send us now to the ninth inning of play. In game one of the American League Championship Series, the score is Baltimore 5, Oakland 3. The boys of summer have taken a walk. But at Bimlico, their players are ready to play every day. They don't have strikes, lockouts, salary caps, or arbitration. Their athletes show up all the time, rain or shine. So if you're looking for excitement, a place to jump for joy, something to cheer about, Pimlico is your home away from Camden Yards. Every Tuesday through Sunday, they'll give you an all-star lineup. You'll see simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park, in addition to live action at Pimlico. So if you're feeling shut out, step up to the plate at Pimlico, your best bet for a home run. It's the only game where the fans get paid to play. That's Biblico Racecourse, where you'll see their all-star lineup every Tuesday through Sunday. And simulcast racing from Saratoga, Monmouth Park, and Arlington Park. In addition to all the live action at Biblico, post time is 1 o'clock. Hey, Chuck Thompson, Hall of Fame announcer. Where'd you get your cellular phone? Communications Electronics for business and personal calls. I use it all the time when I'm going, going, gone. Communications Electronics, they're a cellular one authorized dealer, right? Yes, sir, and one of the best in the business. CEI takes care of its customers with expert sales, service, and installation. If you're looking for a cellular phone, take it from me and go to CEI, Miss Agnes. Communications Electronics, call 252-1222. When I first came to Baltimore, people would say, Brooksy, you just don't talk our lingo, hon. Well, listen to this. We all speak Oreo baseball. That's why I'm telling you about the Oreo's 40th anniversary commemorative video, available only at participating Crown gas stations. It includes all the great plays and exclusive interviews. Plus, you get a coupon book worth over $25 in values, all for just $7.99 plus tax. 
Stop in to Crown today. Crown, quality gasolines and a good deal more. Sakes preserve us, it's that heckinger wise guy again. Humor me, okay? What do they call psychiatrist shrinks? Why does your car run better after you get it washed? I just can't get this one out of my system. Why'd the chicken cross the road? Why does that last ice cube in your glass always stick to the bottom? Why me, Lord? Why can your nose run and your feet smell? Oh, this one's a real doozy. Why are Heckinger prices so low? Well, that's a stopper. But this week at Heckinger, get Spectracide Home Insect Control for only $6.59 a gallon. And Ames Hose King Front Load Hose Cart with Tray for just $21.78. And right now, get 25% off select Rubbermaid items. So now it's easy to see why Heckinger says the low price keeps you coming back. Why was your boss smart enough to hire you? But so out to lunch about everything else. You'll also get great low prices on water. Weiser, Stanley, Johnson, and Flecto at Heckinger and Heckinger Home Project Centers. Price is good through August 13th. This is the WBAL Radio Sports Weekend, and we're celebrating America's great pastime. Who cares about the strike? Now, back to the 71 ALCS between the O's and the A's. Well, for the fourth time today, strong with the batter's first two trips against McNally. Triple to right in the second, double to the right center alley in the fourth. He has knocked over two of Oakland's three runs. Vando just began the top of the ninth with a base hit to left. Hit number two off what? Hit number nine for the A's. Powell stands back of Vando's lead at first base. A little bit high to Manguel, ball one. Epstein has come on deck. Epstein right now standing where Duncan might have been. Watts 1-0 is a little bit too far inside. Two balls and no strikes. In the second game of the National League Championship Series at San Francisco, John Cumberland against the Pirates' Doc Ellis. The Pirates just failed to score to start the ball game. One half inning is over. Pirates nothing. And the Giants are coming to bat. Watt gave up a base knock to Bando, has fallen behind Manguel, delivers 2-0, down the pipe for strike one call. Epstein due to bat next for Duncan. Foul right along the foul line, directly behind Bando's lead. Now he backs off a little bit more as Watt stretches. 2-1 to Manguel. Here's a ground ball to the right of second base. Johnson's there, puts to Belanger, one, Belanger to third, double play! It goes Johnson to Belanger to Powell. Johnson was in the right spot. Just a little bit to the right of second base to get the ground ball off Manguel's bat. So right out Bando, the runner. Scratch out Manguel, the swinger. On the double play, Johnson to Belanger to Powell. And here's the announcement on Epstein. Epstein to bat for Duncan. Two gone in the top of the ninth inning. Epstein finished the year batting a 237, 19 homers, 60 runs batted in. He goes deep to the box on the pitch from Watt. Low breaking ball. One ball and no strikes to Epstein. Epstein batting for Duncan. Spreads the feet right to the front of the box. Takes the strike at his knees. One ball and one strike. 42,621. Waiting, wondering, can Watt retire Epstein? One and one. Outside. Two balls, one strike. 
Very wide of third, Brooks Robinson. Towards the back, shortstop Belanger. Swing and a check by Epstein, and the strike is called by Soar, and Epstein is really complaining to Soar. He checked his swing, and he didn't think he checked it, and now the third base coach, Norrin, is also marching down the line. Epstein is going after Soar. Here's Norrin now standing between Epstein, catcher Echebarren, and also Soar. And as Norrin walks back to the third base coaching line, he also gives the plate umpire a piece of his mind. Epstein still goes after Soar. Two balls, two strikes. Well, Watt is waiting now for Epstein's boiling point to lower. And I'm sure Epstein wants the boiling point to lower also as he steps in. Two gone, base is empty. The 2-2 pitch to Epstein. Swung out a miss. The Orioles win game one of the American League Championship Series by a score of 5-3. to three. We'll be right back with the recap and the game totals after this message. In baseball's golden days, strike meant death.